Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 31 of Strong Stylish. I am your host, Sonoda, and joining me today is Pedro. How are you doing, Pedro? Yo, good, good. We back. We back. We back. Um, I really wasn't sure how we we're going to go about this episode with everything that's been going on with the news lately. And uh, unfortunately, we have to talk about the untimely passing of Asahi, a roster member of Actress Girls, who tragically passed away on February the 1st. Uh, it was, I know I was sad. I can only imagine the people that actually knew her, like her, you know, her friends or colleagues, uh, family, but you know, it is, it, it does suck. We talk about it uh, quite a lot. Like, um, when we were, we talk about like Joshi's and people retiring early or, you know, just like this, but same thing with Hana, like someone um, passing, uh, way too soon, but. Uh, I believe that they said they had a private burial for her not too long ago. So it was a very private thing. And uh, if we never get to know the real reason or, you know, the actual cause of her death, that's perfectly fine. You know, they kept it to themselves and that's more than respectable to let them have that peace of mind. Yeah, it was a it was a rough week. Um, That I forget. I think it was that Monday morning for us. Like yeah, uh, like Sunday late night. Um, I like was like, sh- like shunned away from the internet, so I couldn't even look at it. And then when I actually finally realized what was going on, I was like pretty, I was pretty distraught for like a day. Like, like even and I was like sick too. So like, two things missing, like ruined my mental for like a good two days. Ruined a lot of people's enjoyment of wrestling. Uh, including some other news, but I think this one hurts a lot more to us because of um, I think a lot of our involvement with Acres this past these past couple two like two three years really, um, and it sucks because like we know we have like a cool community built around it right now, and some cool people doing work, and we've we talk with them about it, and like it hurts. It hurts a lot, and just seeing all the posts that same day was just it was it was a rough it was a rough week for a lot of people. Yeah, it was definitely rough because uh, I had not that the day it happened, I had not checked Twitter at all. Someone actually sent it to me, and then I read it, and I you know I sat there, and I, you know, you'd look at your phone for like twenty minutes, and you just like you can't believe what you just read, but. You know, on a, on a brighter note, though, like w- the, when it happened, obviously, like we said, we we're all sad, and you know, everybody was checking up on everybody. You know, we we're all texting each other. And I think the day before, or like a couple of days before that, we all had watched the uh, Jadoshi show together. So, like, not too long before that, and then um, as I, you know, I was sad, and I didn't tell, I don't talk to people like outside of wrestling about stuff like this. And, and I was sad. I was went to my friend's house. And, you know, just that day that it happened and everybody, like, random family members and friends, they were just, like, telling me, you know, like, things like, I love you. And it just kind of hit home because it's just, like, they don't know what's going on. But it did, like, just hearing those words, like, just randomly, too. It wasn't, like, anything uh, forced or they were just they would just tell me randomly. So it kind of helped ease the pain a little bit. I think I think in total for like people it's like 
I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's like any other like person you look up to or like you see grow and like. Um, for me, I wasn't there for her immediate start, but I was there for a lot of her uh, like bigger moments and her um, just uh, like I could directly remember her versus um. God, why am I why am I missing your name? I'm blanking. Uh, her versus uh Sakushi from uh one of the Rimmed Manias. The, I think it's the one she retired on. I thought she was an absolute star. I thought I thought she was like one of the best youngsters like in the game. Like I was like I was like this girl is like what eighteen nineteen. I think she's when she hits twenty one, she's gonna be one of the best in the world. And I I mean to me, I think she was still top something top i don't even know top 50 in the world for me of how incredible she was she's to me she was like next to suzu and next to all those girls like she was just incredible and like the just the age thing is just it ruins a lot um i talked to dylan and uh scott about it on my show and how like that age thing is like it hurts a lot knowing like like um, like I'm in my twenties and then like people like Dylan is are like twenty one, Scott's in his twenties. So it's like she couldn't even get past like a quarter of her life and that, that hurts. Yeah, not even not even close to twenty five yet. She was still young, like she was barely hitting, you know, her adulthood. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this for it to be taken away so soon and you even seeing you too, like Suzu, when she posted about it, she, uh, Suzu, because kind of was like was in disbelief. She didn't want to believe it because, you know, they go back to Ice Ribbon together. Same thing with Yappy. Yappy didn't want to believe it. And she kind of, you know, just took time off. And I felt bad just like read, like reading everybody's like posts and messages, like everybody that was there during that time, it was just kind of like real somber. Like I wanted to read all of it, but it was hard. And then, you know, Fuka made her blog post. But it was just like it was just a rough time. It was a rough few days, and then everything slowly started to get better. Like once you kind of like accept it. And for me, uh, living in California, it was uncharacteristically uh, gloomy and rainy. So the sun didn't come out for like a few days, and then when it finally did, I kind of felt a little bit better because you know obviously she was the sunrise of hope. So you know when the sun came out, it kind of helped wash the rest of the pain away. Yeah. Um. To really just talk about her life is like, it's hard because you know we're just fans seeing in, and uh, I mean some of some of the people we know we they've met her and have nothing but great words for her, and I think everyone has great words for her. But yeah, like I think she was incredible. I think she was a great wrestler. She was the highlight of every week of us watching Acres, and uh, it sucks. It sucks that it happened and. But on a on a, on a better note, like I'm I'm happy she she's she's the uh, like she could finally lay to rest and it's uh we gotta stop spreading weird rumors or weird questions about her and like just just let it rest because I think that's what she needs and I'm I'm pretty sure that it's as long just let her like rest in peace you know live in peace. She's already been laid to rest, and let's just let her sleep peacefully. Yep. Uh, yeah, but she, uh, she you know, I'm, I'm saying on a bright note for this 
she was definitely was a very uh, captivating wrestler. The way she moved, and she had tremendous facial expressions. So, you know, we'll miss you, Asahi, and thank you for all the memories. Thank you. All right, let's move it over to Acris Girls. Let's talk about their shows from uh, starting with Ac uh, AWG Step 28 from 1 5 2024. Big food truck, they had child labor. <laughs> it's always cool to see like the uh, the rosters, the roster members interact with the kids, even if it's just you know, Fuka's kids, but seeing them interact with child fans. Oh, they're the next generation <laughs> of them just watching Acris. It's gonna be great, and you can hear them too. Like you'll hear them cheering and stuff, and like sometimes they'll get involved. They'll be in, in the middle of the crowd. But uh, Asako just killing the dance break. Miku was befuddled; she didn't know what to do. Renson was spitting game at Chialba. Okay, yeah, I was. I was trying to remember what show this was. This was. Uh... I think Miku and uh, Asako main, main eventing. This was uh, the main event for the show was made on the 29th. It was part of that during the um, the battle royal. <laughs> the insane promo thing that happened. The promo thing, and they already Fuka already had the match graphic <laughs> done before Miku could even know what happened. Incredible. Yeah, but uh, the show starts off with Chi Alba and Marino Saihara taking on Kita on and Mari. Fun little duo there. Chi Alba showing up more. The Reno uh, coming back, you know, coming back from her injury. You know, unfortunately, could not join Teppin. But here, this is the first entrance for Mario's champion. Yeah, they threw her on the undercard. <laughs> Just <laughs> to throw us show. off. Throw us off. Like, oh, yeah, she's not in the main. <laughs> she uh, she was ready to uh, square up with Kita on already. Oh, dangerous. Dangerous people. Uh, Mari was Mari was cheering for the other girls. She wasn't even trying to work with Kita on. She was cheering for Chialba and Marino Saihara. <laughs> you know, Mari picks up the win here with the Gory Bomb. 11 minutes and 35 seconds. Match number two was Nagisa Shotsuki, Riko Fukunaga, Natsuki, and Natsumi Sumikawa. The pretty team taking on the Ikimen squad of Rensan, Kyoka Iwai, Chiaki, and Koki. Um, this was <laughs> so like crazy. Like, I don't even remember how they set this up, but I remember them. I remember the pictures and seeing like, what the hell is going on? Like all these handsome people versus, uh, the pretty girls. I, yeah. I forgot what they were wearing. I forgot. I didn't catch the name that they chose for them, but I know that they were the, the other, the handsome squad was the Ikemen team. Yeah. They had suits on and shit. They had like suits and they're dressed like uh, what they call them? Hostess uh, or host? Yeah. Host. yeah host. <laughs> we got a little glimpse into the future of Natsuki versus Koki. Those two, uh, you don't really get to see them because they're both on the same team, so you don't really get to see them take on take each other on head up like this. So it was cool to see. Um, Renson might actually just be like the ultimate performer. She's great when they give her spotlight like this. Like the end of the year shows, she was killing it with all the. Rumble stuff she was doing. They make her 
or just do anything, they like knock it off the park usually. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Chris about it. I was like, not not any slight to uh my soccer, because right? you know what she does, but like if if Renaissance has stage like stardom to do her stuff, like my soccer is doing with her lady her ladyship, well, she'd be unstoppable. <laughs> she had like a big outlet like that. That'd be great. That gimmick is just insane. The the pretty the pretty team was trying to resist all the uh, the attraction. They were trying to not get rizzed up over here. <laughs> Sumi Roundhouse is Kyoka, and then they put the boots to her. Yeah, she deserved it for like the past months of what she's been doing. Making us go through all that. I wrote down for whatever reason. I wrote down Koki needs to be in a cutoff turtleneck. You you had the you made me rethink what she was even wearing, <laughs> but pretty sure they're just wearing the suits and the. I think she had like a tur- I think she had a turtleneck. Yeah, you might be lying. <laughs> I don't think she was wearing a suit jacket. They all wore like blazers, I bet. Yeah. She's she's used to wearing the wearing the blazer though, so. Yeah, I think uh Naru. Naru wasn't she was with them, but she wasn't on like she didn't wrestle. <laughs> but she was part of the team. Um I really wanted Rico to start the year off with a win, but Koki picks up. Koki needed the momentum at the time a lot more. Koki wins with a jackknife bridge onto Rico in 11 minutes and 11 seconds. 11-11. Yeah, that's wild. I, 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 don't, I was like, why did they make Rico lose out of all people? But all right. And then the next next match was Yui Tenshoku versus Chika Goto. Uh, Yui's movements were looking a lot crispier here. Like she was, she looked more sure of herself when she was moving. She didn't look as um, green. No pun intended. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I love this one or not. I'm pretty sure there's one match that I was like really impressed, like how great they're getting. I'm pretty sure it's Chica though, because Chica's been like really good for like the past, I don't know, three months, mm-hmm. four months. Feels like she really, she really started to pick it up like late October, and then they had a big forearm battle here. Chica wins with a Rainmaker in 7 minutes and 7 seconds. A little short affair there. Next up, we had a Captain's Fall Captain's Fall Rules match. Teppin, uh, Catmash Calico, Daho Yamada, Asahi, Misa Matsui taking on the team of Update Plus, Kanemik, Nagisa Shotsuki, Sakura Mizushima. Yeah, this was, this was the secret uh, Captain's Fall. Yeah, so... Every time they would get an elimination, they didn't know. And it came down to the wire. Yeah, they, they didn't know. <laughs> this match was like insane. Me eliminates Asahi with a pump handle. Pump handle me pin. Not even like a slam. Just a straight up pump handle pin. Gets, uh, Nagisa breaks out the Quetzalcoatl. It gets broken up, leading to Naho eliminating uh, Nagisa. Uh, Convict was directing traffic. Uh, Calico hits. Oh, Angel's wings! I was like, okay. So cat cat head kick to Naho, and then she hit it's hits eats the Angel's wings, and then she gets eliminated. Uh, uh, Konami gets eliminated there. Yeah, they were going like they're like doing tag moves, and then like going into pins like real quick and stuff like this. It got like really hot, like towards the middle or something like that. By the end, it got like super hot. <laughs> 
Like this this match again. This match was insane. Like this was like the best yeah. match on the show. And then it started to pick up, like you're saying, it started to pick up. We had a good back and forth between Naho bridging Northern Lights uh, by soccer to eliminate Naho. Uh, what happens when you put a, a stunt woman and a gymnast in the ring together? Uh, uh, more bear violence meets slowly, like basically like stalks Calico and Naho to hit him with the bear. <laughs> Me eliminates Calico with a full Nelson slam. I was trying to figure out a word here to uh, describe Misa, some of her movements. Like, they're not, when she does, like, her moonsault and stuff, sometimes it's not clean. I think she's more just, like, uh, fearless is what I'll, the way I'll put it. She did, like, she did, like, the dirty, yeah, she did, like, the dirty one. Like, uh, like she kind of goes, she goes sideways. Yeah, like the Billy Kidman shooting star press. <laughs> he just, he somehow rotates 90, just go for 90 it. degrees. In midair, and she was killing it to be honest. Yeah, Misa eliminates me with the Star Crusher. I forget what she calls what she calls it, but that's the move. That's the Kuma Misa assist. Buster. The Misa Buster. <laughs> that's what I think it's called. Kuma assists. Sakura is very smooth in the ring. The match going down to Misa and Sakura was like the perfect combo to end this match on. Yeah, it was like a real callback to I think their match they had a little bit in a couple I think last month or something like that or December. So it was like again letting them go at it again, which was uh, amazing. Like they're they're like two of the best. Yeah, um, Sakura sneaks it out of here. She wins with a mousetrap pin in twenty minutes and forty eight seconds. Sakura at this time was perfect on the year. We had the. We had the formation of the super group. Uh, I broke down Teppin Plus. I wasn't sure if they had a real name at the time. Me being the mediator and then rock and roll Mick <laughs> She couldn't figure out the hand sign. Yeah, I I, I think we 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 kind of talked about it. I think with Jeff and I forgot how early we talked about it, but um, like we were spoiled on the ending. Yeah. And uh. We were like, we didn't know where that was leading. Because the show had just happened. Yeah. And then they showed the pic, like, they posted the pictures of them, like, forming the group. And that's how we knew. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like DDM type photo. Like, it's a. Wow. Yeah, it's legit a super group. So it's pretty cool. And they all get time, too. And I like the fact that um, later on in the, the show that we, I think it. It was, no, it was, I think it's the next show. Uh, me ends up helping Misa. Oh, yeah. Like, Tep, not Tepin. Update Plus didn't get a um, produce show, but they were a part of the Tepin stuff a lot. So they were always there for them. Yeah. And then uh, this the show comes down to the main event of Miko Aono versus the great Asako. The greatest hazing of all time. Very much. She charged right in. Like, she legit uh, was treating Asaka like an actual threat. She wasn't even giving her time for any shenanigans. She just tried to jump on her right away. It was... <laughs> she did not give a fuck. <laughs> at uh, all. Even when she's trying to stay in character, she couldn't, like, she couldn't not wince at the kicks. Like, she was trying to, like, play it off and no-sell him, but Miku kicks too damn hard. Yeah, I think she legit killed her gimmick <laughs> in this one. Like she said, you can't come back to this one ever again. 
Yeah, the girls are the girls are too terrified to chase after her. Hazing, hazing. It was a hazing because she doesn't even like she breaks up her own pin at the end and it hits a nasty ass head kick and then butterfly <laughs> to prove a point eight minutes and fifty one seconds. It was fun though. This was uh it was not better than this, uh, the semi main, but this was uh pretty fun. I mean if you like Miku, you'll like this. They had a um at the end at the end Kyoko comes out. I think this is where they set up the hair versus hair match. Yeah, the hair I think it's specifically I think it's a haircut match. So whoever, you know, loses gets their hair cut. Like not like cut all the way off, but um I think Velkage and Sandra talked about it. I think it's uh root I, I think it's legit that Kyoka has a a role as a so, I don't know a host or some a, a dude in the thing maybe or something. So like she's playing a male character. <laughs> yeah, so I think she's getting her cut short. Something something crazy. I don't know. Yeah, and then Kelka finally showing some charisma here. Like she actually cut a really good promo at the end when she was calling out Miku for it. Again, she's weird, but I think she always has potential, but she's been uh you know, running around being weird the past couple of months, but I think she's back to our normalcy finally. Yeah, I wrote down Paul Imaru for some reason. I think she made the match. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was, I said like a couple of times later on, I think we were watching the shows and stuff. Like, I really want Miku to hit a hidden blade one time. Like, someone ducked the sliding D and she just comes back with a mean ass elbow. Oh, she would have like. The craziest move set of all time. If she even did, even tried to do that, she's gonna bust something out this year. It's gonna be crazy. Pedigree, watch. She's gonna she should, double. She should split. win. <laughs> she's gonna hit the double underhook, and then she can do anything from that position. <laughs> she gotta do with the. She gotta do it where it's like the fuck style, where like she holds the arms the whole way down. <laughs> no, that's crazy. And then next show was. AWG Step 29, the Royal Produce Show. This is on the 12th of January. Such elegant sense grace. Tiny crown for Konamik, who was the ring announcer for this show. And then this one, <clears throat> this match starts off with uh, Master versus Protege, Student versus Teacher, Sakura Mizushima versus Me. Uh, me is prepared for Sakura's moveset. Like, she, count, she knows how to counter her, so... So a lot of her, a lot of Sakura's tricks don't work against me. Yeah, she probably taught her half that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's in the back, writing, writing it down, bar for bar. She's like, you could do this. She had a sweet uh, axe kick. <laughs> I don't know why I brought it down. Like I wrote for her roll up, fruit me up. Basically, just roll that's her a up. good one. You <laughs> <laughs> should steal that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna trademark it. Trademark it for somebody else. She uh. She rolled her up. She got the win in seven minutes and twenty eight seconds. Yeah, it uh, wasn't the best soccer match, but it was pretty fun. I yeah. I I rate anything those two do, those two yeah. do, because I like them b- both a lot. Especially me now. Me has been pretty great like me the past great. couple months. Uh, uh, but I think you know Sakura's the best one of the best workers on there. Sakura is definitely someone that's like 
so much potential, and it's still we're still not even close to her full what she will eventually be. But uh, this one boils down to uh, soccer can't outsmart me. Still, she's still <laughs> a step behind her. And then the next match we had the capture the crown match, Renton Nene Arahato and Ayano Irie Beast Rebellion taking on the team of Marina Sahara, Cat Masakalico, Asahi Teppin, Teppin plus Marina. <laughs> She finally made it. Oh, okay. I'm make I'm making sure this not, wasn't the rumble. Um, I'm I'm guessing. Okay, this the the crown. Okay. Yeah, I heard uh Chris yell Ranson during the entrance. <laughs> he was there. Show. Yeah, he was there for this one. He was there for the royal show. Uh, they kind of they stacked Calico in this match. Nana hits a choke bomb and Iria pins her with one foot, and she has the crown on. <laughs> the whole the whole uh gimmick to this match was you had to have the crown on to make a pinfall or attempt any sort of fall. If you didn't have the if you didn't have the crown on you couldn't uh nothing would be counted. And then when uh Ayano won, I think she simply just had it on <laughs> and stepped on mm-hmm. somebody. She hit I think she she had the theirs on and she was holding the other one I think too. Oh yeah, it was she's pure just win. She did not even <laughs> And they try to give him like a post match reward or something, and then Nene stops out the papers. Like she threw him on the floor. I think uh, the Royal gave him to her, and she just like threw him on the floor and started stomping on him. <laughs> and next up, we had the Royal Join match. It was the Battle Royal: Miko Ano versus Mari versus Naru versus Asako Mia. Uh, you can hear, <laughs> oh yeah, you heard the Royal the Royal lose their mind during Mari's entrance. Like they were geeking out for her, which true. I understand. Yeah, she she started. Was it this mm. show? Did she do it on another show? Well, she she bring her own gear. She Amazon shipped some gear to herself and made some uh, royal gear. So. Yeah, like, like all the produce shows, Mari, Mari's gear was uh, indicative to whichever group it was. So here she had uh, a veil. She looked very regal here. No pun intended, <laughs> but she did have like a veil and. Uh, she had a crown, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she had like a pearl like crown or something like that. It looked mm-hmm. cool though. Yeah, it looked cool. And her gear is tight too. It was like all white. Her robe. Yeah, she she was like she really went all out. I think that's what people you would think wanted you would want to do on shows shows oh, like that. She went on. It all was out. this match. This is the match where Miku and Mari uh they had their old gear on. Yeah, Miku had the pink. Mari had the the re- the big pants, right? Yeah, 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 I think so, right? She had big ninja pants with big the white ninja. and purple, maybe and red or something like that. Yeah, I think it was, were they black? Always Might have been the purple. Might have been the purple ones. I'm not I'm too sure. It was definitely the old ones, though. Like I love the the pink Miku gear. It's it's like kind of older, but I love that gear so much. That's ice ribbon Miku right there. Yeah, when I think of that, yeah, you're right. Uh, Mari is, is constantly blocking Asako from doing anything. Asako cutting off Ninja Baby. She's not letting them get their stuff in. She's almost not Baby anymore, but she's still... So close. Sometimes, she, <laughs> sometimes she's Baby. Sometimes she's Naru. Oh, yeah, this is the match where uh, Asa- uh, Asahi and Nene were kept, kept saving Asako from elimination. Every time they would knock her off the apron, they would catch her. 
Oh yeah, because they, they. I think the thing was they wanted her in, in Royal for booking the match. They wanted to put her in the Royal. And then uh, Asaka ends up eliminating everybody. She wins in nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. Everybody's uh turned around. I think Mar Nara gets eliminated, and then Mari and Miku are fighting. Mari's on the apron, and then. Asako just simply drop kicks him, I think. Yeah, she drop kicks Miku. And Miku falls over and takes uh, Mari down with her. They they uh they put themselves in a corner with this one. Then <laughs> they're like, "No, you can't join." Yeah, the royal the royal was absorbed into Asako's goon. <laughs> Natsumi just straight up, like you said, Natsumi just straight up denies Asako's entry, but she wants she like crowns Mari king of the royal. That was crazy. <laughs> she just didn't want her at all in the group. And then we had the little um, intermission. It, uh, uh, it was Naho and Asahi came up to snuck up on um, Mick. Yeah, on Kana Mick. And uh, for, I don't know what, what was going on in Asahi's head during that, but she kept saying banana. <laughs> there was a funny, that was a funny vid. Yeah, it was fun. Like they were just like having a little bat. They're having a little ball over there. Yeah, they're making bored during the intermission. Mm-hmm. They're making faces and stuff. It was great. And then Konamik was just like pointing at the crown. Sick, sick Konamik crown, little crown. And then this match helps lead into later on during the Jojoshu show, the hardcore match, Misa Masui versus Maru. This is another chapter in the heated Teppin versus Jojoshu rivalry. When uh, we got the the Maru uh, chain throw, it scared the shit out of Misa. Did you see her face <laughs> when she when it hit the wall? It scared the shit out of her. Uh, Jojoshu tries to play the numbers advantage, but Tep, now that Teppin has like forty people, they even up the they even up the score here. Yeah, thankfully they uh they made they made the. How do you call it? The super group. It was for a reason. <laughs> yeah. To keep these fuckers away. Remember, we were all we were all hyped when um when me t- threw Kumachan to Misa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we we're all like, oh my gosh, she like threw her in there and she hit the sh- she hit the fuck out of Mara with it too. <laughs> it was uh, it was like a, I don't know, like that that I don't know that that happening was like. It's not like a major thing, but it's like it's cool like that. When they said they were gonna like team up, they actually did and they you know, stuff like that, like the leader passing the bear to the other leader. <laughs> the alliance actually paying off, like them yeah. actually working together. Yeah, it's like it actually makes sense. It's not something like just so minor. Yeah, I mean, then we ended up getting the uh Amisa backfist and then she hit the Star Crusher. And it earned Misa the victory in 11 minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah, and honestly, I think this is the best wrestling match. I don't. This show wasn't like the best, but it was still like all these shows were entertaining. Yeah, like the an in ring classic. Yeah, show. not nothing on this these this show yet. Sooner or later, we we do get a classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a banger. Um, next one is the end of the show. The main event is the Royal Four Way. All the members of the Royal, Chikagoto, taking on Natsuki, taking on Koki, taking on the leader, Natsumi Sumikawa. 
Ah, uh, God, I need more of Semi Semikawa versus Natsuki. Oh yeah, they're 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 really great together. Like yeah, like, I, like all these people being in the ring, it's kind of surreal. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like I had mentioned earlier with Koki and Natsuki, like seeing Sumi and Natsuki, you know, face off. You don't get to see it too much. Yeah, we've seen like, you know, uh, Chico get hazed by everyone, but I think everyone else getting their uh, time against each other was really cool. And then this this match kind of gave me like a reminder of why Koki is so good because she did a drop step here and like this is the way she was moving like everything was super clean, her power moves are str- like her power moves look good, like she was she was just moving in this match. Yeah, she's she's still on the. How do I call it? She's still on the timer for for a lot of us, but she's she's been doing well for the past couple of shows. But uh, we got to see if she's still uh, got that fire in her. Yeah, a Koki the Dominator. Finally, someone busted it out. I've been dying for Josie to do a Dominator. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, straight up. That's why I wanted. Uh, I wanted Utami to do it because she does. You know, she does the BT bomb. I was like, why don't you just like drop him one day? Just pick him up and put him down. You could do a million. She could do a million moves. <laughs> Argentine gut buster. She gonna still. She gonna. She's she gonna still end those moves. The uh, Argentine neck breaker. She gonna bust oh, that out. Watch. She just made that. Oh, she just started doing that. You can't see it. <laughs> Got to give it a grace period. Not to me, a big ass power bomb in this match. <laughs> oh, she. She was. She was not playing around with that one. She should do that more, by the way. I think, I think, I think Velkic and Sandra says something about it. I, I think she should do that more. Who, um, it was recent. Was it? I saw a clip on Twitter. Someone did a cart, cartwheel sunset powerbomb, but they fucked it up. The other person didn't go down, right? They held on to mm. the rope. Someone did. It was, who was it? Was it Ice Rip? It was say, maybe it was on a stardom show or yeah maybe the luchador <laughs> well i don't know i think when i think of someone fucking up a, a simple move it's a luchador yeah but someone did it it was a, a joshi did it and i can't remember who it is but back to this match chica wins chica actually picks up the win against all the other members of the of the royal she you know she's the newest member but yeah she stacked and packed all of them <laughs> she she uh Natsumi hits it like a double somato, and then she just like literally rolls everybody up. <laughs> Good, finally. She picks up a big win here in 10 minutes and 29 seconds, proving she is the strongest member of the Royals for now. Yeah, it was a great win for her, at least, for like yeah, she... for what she's been doing. I think it's rewarding for her for the past couple of months. Yeah, she definitely deserved it. Um, next up, we had AWG Act in Osaka 1-14-2024. This match, uh, this show rather, starts off with Nene Aurahata versus Kita On versus Asako Mia. Crazy little lineup here. Yeah, we jump out of the produce shows for a second and we end up here <laughs> with Kira On and Asako Mia doing shit again. Back to the reg- regular scheduled program. Mm-hmm. Asako goes outside for moral support in this match. She takes, she <laughs> takes five. She was not having it. She didn't. She didn't want to be in there with 
these monsters. <laughs> oh yeah, like two big girls. As she took a, as she tried to hit Nene, I think, with a brain buster, and like she stops and takes like a real deep ass breath. She's like, okay, <laughs> and then just immediately fails. Nene actually uh, steals the pin because uh, Kida An thinks she won. She tells the rest not to count three. So. While Kida Ana is celebrating, she just sneaks in and gets the pin on Asako. <laughs> Nene won a match, six minutes and 42 seconds. That's actually like a sentence you don't get to say a lot. Oh, we get to say it later again. <laughs> Nene rules. Uh, the next match, it was Konamik and Catmask Calico. Kalamik taking on Chikigoto and Natsumi Sumikawa, the Royal. The Kona Warner was adhered, was adhered to. Uh, Sumikawa is smitten with uh, Konamik. She won't let her go. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't remember this match crazy, but I mean, I had these four names, so I'm pretty sure it was better than what I think it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is um, shoot, was it I think it was Cat Mask and Konamik. They did the the machine gun spot where they do the Muda lock into the drop kick. Is that what they were doing? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember because I wrote down one seventy six box machine guns. <laughs> oh yeah, they probably did the 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 speed star spot. Yeah, like where uh, where Alex Shelley he does the Muda lock and then uh, Chris Saban does the drop kick. They might have. I think they stole that from somebody. I don't know. I don't know. When I think of that move, I think of Yoshino. I don't know why. The first time I remember them doing it, it was a they weren't even a tag team. They were just in like a what's what's their what's their cage match called? Lockdown. The lockdown. And match. they yeah, and they literally just did it. Like they just pulled it out, and they weren't even on the same team. <laughs> Cat did a stubborn neck bridge. Uh, Chica forced Sumi to start against Konamik. She didn't want to start. She didn't want to hurt Konamik. <laughs> But Simi ends up picking a win here, playing Possum and pinning Konamik in 9 minutes and 58 seconds. Uh, Naru takes on Koki in the next match, which is a fun little matchup. You got the very small speed star that is Naru and the tall, strong uh, ace that is Koki. Naru body slams her, which is crazy. Wasn't it wasn't one side one sided like you would thought it would be? Like it actually, this match went pretty back and forth. Like they, Koki gave Naru a lot. But yeah, they they need to get my girl Naru some wins sooner or later. But yeah. I think that I think they're slowly e- easing her into the singles thing. Yeah, and she ends up uh, unfortunately falling to the ameth- amethyst press. Her twisting splash. Intermission time. Chica is not <laughs> Chica. Uh, Chica is not having uh, Simi playing around with Konamik. Like she's trying to pal around with her, and Chica's like not having it. Oh, they're <laughs> yelling in the crowd and shit by the merch table. Next up, next match after intermission was Nagisa Shotsuki and Natsuki, uh, not on the same team. Always, my brain always wants them to be, but they're not. Taking on Chiaki and Elena Yamanaka. Oh yeah, um, this is the match where Natsuki was like stunning all her Miku tapes. Like she was busting out a lot of Miku moves here. Yeah, I mean, with 
arena in the match, you had to go blow for blow with her because it's it's either you get kicked or you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> yeah, because at first I was like, is she doing like is she doing Sumikawa stuff? I was like, no, that's straight up. That's Miku. That's not. I was like, oh, no, I thought no, my brain was going uh, Mari first. I was like, she doing Mari stuff? And like, nah, she was just straight up doing Miku, Miku things. Yeah, I fit Arena like was not fucking with any of this. <laughs> she was just nah, doing she her was, shit. She was too long. Like they try to, I think now Nagisa tried to put her in a Boston Crab, but she was too long. Her limbs. <laughs> yeah, all she did was pose. <laughs> she did work. not even. Yeah, did not nah, her. No effect. And you know, wins with the reverse DDT. She calls it the MDMA on Nagisa for the three in nine minutes and 24 seconds. It was a fun little match. And you know, dope. Uh, she's, uh, looks like she's going to be staying around for, the, you know, the foreseeable future. So it's cool. We have another person in this small little company we love. Yeah. We always say that we wish she was full time or she was at least like, I don't know. Part of like something because like she's easily like a great highlight without being such a like you know politicker or something. I don't know, but a lot of us love her. We were kind of surprised when we first seen her. Yeah, um, you know, with the the unfortunate visa stuff and everything that went on, and you know, I don't think I don't think that act is going to be coming to the states for her excursion like she planned to. Mm. But if they want to, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a story for another day. But um, if they want to, they can slide Anina straight into Beast Rebellion and she fit right in. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone kind of said something about her and Beast, but. Yeah. Because, I mean, she already hangs mm-hmm. out with Chiaki. So. Yeah. Like Ayano was like, slowly she's getting there as leader, but I think. I think they need something a little more. I don't know what it yeah. is, but right, and I, but she also does. Um, well, all of them do. Like the, all the the best body crew is like a subunit, basically. Like Natsuki, Koki, um, it's Natsuki, Koki, Rico, Edina, and who was the last one? Who else was it? In the match, uh, it was uh, I don't know. She's in that too. And I think Mari is like her mentor, basically, kind of, sort of, mm-hmm. like Mari and um, Saki Akai. But moving on, we had a tag match: Teppin, Asahi, and Misamatsui taking on Miko Aono and Mari. We have Teppin. You know, we we talked about we talked about that um, three way tag last year that was high on everybody's list. It was like the second, uh, sec- it was like the first or second Teppin match. But you know, this one they're taking on the frenemies, Miku, mm-hmm. Miku and Mari, like they're uh, the on again, off again tag team. So this was cool. Like this one was dope. Yeah, I remember being super hyped about watching this one because it's like four of my favorites. Um, but it wasn't like. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't like it was. It was a soccer level stuff, really. But I still think this is like really good. Like in terms of like uh, work rate, this is the best match for sure. Yeah, like unfortunately, like we'll we'll never see it, never see it happen. But you know, this this could have been like the match to decide the 
tag team champion. I mean, hey, uh, this Asahi and Misa team gave us classics. If you go they back did. and you go back in their, I don't want to say short, but very like you know, there there are a couple of matches they've done. Um, yeah. especially the one with Asahi when she was challenging Miku. That one was that one was a fucking so amazing. And then again, like you were saying, the three way tag they had that was yeah. just incredible. Yeah, this was um obviously knowing now what 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 happened, but with um Asahi just her her time in accuracy is now more precious than it was it was already. Knowing that we you know we're never gonna get it back, but you know Misa picks sinks up the win here. She picks up the win on the champion. Mari giving already. Mari already taking the loss. A couple weeks after winning the championship, and this leads to Misa challenging, which is a surprise because Misa was a person that had challenged. She had challenged Miku for the belt not too long ago, actually. So her already getting another defense, which you know. Good first challengers. This is like um, to put it as an example, like when Hatsuki challenged Saya last year. Mm-hmm. Like you just put two of the best workers you got together and let them let them go out there and make magic. So you know, unfortunately, the show was canceled and rescheduled. But you know, eventually we're going to get this title match and hopefully get a beautiful tribute along the way. Yeah, in terms of like work rate, I think this is what Mari needed to like kick off her run if that's what they wanted um because honestly i think you could say it and i could say i think misa's like one of the more ventured and probably more uh i don't want to say but better work rate than i don't know i mean most of this roster obviously because half the roster is rookies but She's like definitely top three, top five. She's in the five, definitely. Yeah, and like she, the workers. Um, she's someone like she may not seem like it compared to the other ones, like Maru, Mari, Miku, but she is a veteran on this roster. She's been going for a little bit, you know. She's not new by any means. And um, actually, funny enough, I think before this happened. It was me. It was me, you, and Rich. We were, we were on Discord for a little bit. You, you had left, and then me and him. We ended up watching her her tournament run from uh, 2019, and just mm-hmm. watching that, like how Misa, how that Misa was, because like basically all of her wins in that tournament were like by uh, she would just survive. Like it was like time limit draws, but they had you know they had that rule where the uh, the younger wrestler gets to move on. Okay. So she kept yeah. she kept she kept sneaking through, and then she ended up um, having the match with uh, Saki for the championship at the later show. So she ended up winning the tournament and becoming the challenger. Funny enough, her first I think her first round match was against Mari, and uh, Mari couldn't beat her in time, so she ended up winning. <laughs> she just she didn't beat Mari. She's she, she survived. She simply survived. <laughs> We had a reluctant, we had a reluctant Miku at the end of the show. Big old stare down between Misa and Mari. Uh, Economic shenanigans. And that leads us into AWG Step 30, the Teppin Prodoshu. Prodoshu. Produce show. Why can't I English today? Prodoshu. <laughs> I wrote down Big Money Miku. Oh, this is the, the picture. <laughs> 
And then um, this show kicks off with Naho Yamada versus Misa Matsu versus Zahai. Fun little. This is before they do this even before Love Riddle. And then it goes straight into Love Riddle after. Yeah, I thought they skipped Love Riddle. I think we were all watching this. We're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I think uh, Rich, he was uh, like, where, he was like, where's my Love Riddle? And then they, they skipped started it. right after. Yeah. I thought he <laughs> skipped it or they, they weren't going to do it. But it was a fun way to get the crowd going. It was. Um, much very much a different dynamic than the royal four way, because mm-hmm. uh, excluded from this match was Cat Match Calico, which later on she has a three on one handicap elimination match. So, <laughs> but I do like this because uh, they start the show off with the veterans, quote unquote, like Asahi, Asahi and Misa. Asahi gets the win here, so. But they this sets up later on for Naho and Cal, uh, Calico to have their moments. So I do like the fact that Asahi and Misa kind of took that step back and let the other two shine instead of like putting the spotlights on themselves. Yeah, it was a simple match just to get them started, and yeah, you know they didn't really work a full match till later on. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Misa had like some really dark makeup on here for some reason. Misa? Oh yeah, she she was trying different looks. <laughs> yeah, she had different makeup on. And then uh even throughout this uh match, it was five minutes thirty seconds, Asahi picks it up pinning Naho with a schoolboy. But you know, they did show a lot of tep and teamwork, like they're all working together like individually, like Asahi and Misa or Misa and Naho, Naho and Asahi, like they're all getting their stuff in together. Yeah, they uh they went full high speed, so Yeah, it was fun. Uh we finally, then we got Love Riddle. Then we got a Teppin Town Hall. And uh, Naho was being dramatic, as per usual. And next oh, up, we had a... God. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was being very dramatic. Uh, next up, though, we had a tag match. Sakomiya and Kita on the Asako Army, taking on me and Miku Aono, which is a pretty crazy duo there. I mean, both of these teams are fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Kid on the biggest instigator of all time. <laughs> no road for Miku. She was all business this time. They had Osaka. If, if it's Osaka Armies around, it's she's business. <clears throat> yeah, she wasn't playing around. Uh, me, me, and Miku traded poses during the entrance. Miku did update, and um, me did the heart fighter. <laughs> Kuma got a pat down. <laughs> you know they checked the gear. You got a pat down during this match. Sokka gets laid out by Kuma. Me, oh yeah, Mia's scolding them during this match too, which is funny. She was scolding Sokka and Kida on. I wrote down Miku with two eyes because they did a double head kick. Double head kick. I was like, it's a fun way to write their name. That was yeah, that was sick. Like that. <laughs> like in, in my brain, I I would think that would happen, and they they did do it. <laughs> the little kick combo. She did the me kick, and then. Miku did a regular head kick. Um, Mi gets the win here. She picks up the win for the team. The full Nelson slam keeps Sokka down for the three in 10 minutes and six seconds. And, you know, despite the loss, it was a very solid start to the year for Asako. It's like regular Asako, not uh, the great Asako. So, like, this is her first match as Asako <laughs> this year. And then the next match, tag match, Marina Saihara and Sakura Mizushima. Taking on the team of Naro and Chika Goto. 
fun little combos here. There was like a, there was an insane team. I was just like, this kind of oddball, but it, I mean, that's what's the fun part of Akras is like them mixing the teams up. Yeah, sometimes I like to. Uh, I just think because you know all the, there's a lot of colorful casting here in Akras girls. Like everybody comes from different backgrounds and stuff. You know, you have a you have the prodigy Sakura, like the prodigy uh, wrestler. And then you have the freak athlete that is Naru. You got a grabber idol as turning into one hell of a professional wrestler. And you got a hero. <laughs> you literally got a you got a superhero. You got a squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> An it animal. Cool. It's cool to see all their backgrounds come together like this. And then the for it to be pro wrestling is like such a like a pro I mean like it's such a pro wrestling thing to have all these people come together like this and it just be right. But Naru wins here. Naru picks up the win here against on Sakura Mijishima with a crucifix bomb. In 10 minutes and 6 seconds, a rerun of the last bout. Same time. And then, which leads us to the greatest moment in Acris Girls, the Cat Mask Calico Gauntlet match. Cat Mask was uh, three on one here, uh, one at a time. It was Natsuki, then Konamik, then Mari, in that order. She this one on one, so uh, every fall, the next person comes in. Yeah, this was SmackDown versus Raw Gauntlet style. <laughs> yeah, based slobber knocker, basically. Yeah, <laughs> slobber knocker uh, mode. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, I don't know if I was tripping, but uh, this, uh, the cat cat's music was very Street Fighter to me. Like the, it reminded me of like Sakura's music from Street Fighter. I feel like I barely get to hear a theme sometimes, so I was just like, "Whose theme is this?" <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like um. Sometimes when you hear Ando's music in TJPW, you're like, oh, yeah, she has her own music. <laughs> she, it's not just Daisy Monkey. She has her own songs. Yeah. She did a lot of Lucha with uh, Natsuki. But she ends up, she falls, she falls to Mari. Uh, not Mari. She falls to Natsuki in 5 minutes, 15 seconds, uh, falling to a QD special. Big Mick comes in next. Kanamik comes in and puts... Calico through her paces, basically picks up the speed. Uh, she wins with the Mick Mick knife in five minutes and ten seconds, which leads us into Mari, the champion. Mm, um, God Christ. Dude, when Mari came in here, it was she didn't give her no time to rest. She just was straight on her. She jumped straight on her when, when she got in the match. I don't think she took off her robe, didn't she? She came in and just started whooping her Beat ass. her up with it on. Yeah. <laughs> Rust Andrews. Yeah, it was, like, uh, it was like it was like a. I feel like I don't know what they did, like she did to them, but like it was just like, all right, Mari, go in there and beat her up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like the other two were like just they had like little short matches with her, and Mari just goes in there and it's time to die. Yeah, she put her she put her really through the ringer for this one. Um. Mm-hmm. This is where she throws her in the chairs, too. The most infamous spot I think I've ever seen in the Akira match yet. Because, like, it wasn't like like how they do, like, when Stardom, when, like, they do the Irish whip. She literally had her in, like, a power slam position and just, like, geeted her into... Like, no, no, like, no, nothing could break her fall. Like, it was just back to chair, and her her back was fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, it was literally, she just said, you're going. And the cat flew. Yeah, it was like one of like uh 
I think we were watching all this in uh, group the group uh, voice call, right? And that, when that happened, we were fucking yelling. We were like, "What the? F-? Oh my god!" The sound, me. the sound of that whole spot just building up was just horrendously crazy. <laughs> yeah, this one was crazy too because uh, the Mario was beating her down so much that Mario even considered she thought about taking to the skies a little bit. <laughs> she she got off on the top rope and she was like, ah, never mind, I don't do this." Yeah, it got like so crazy. They went back in the ring, and I was just like, "Oh man, she's she's just gonna simply lose." But no, <laughs> Calico was like, "I'm not losing." And now she fired up. She got in the ring, took off her took off her pants, revealed the trunks like Rockley taking off the weights, <laughs> took off her limiters. Yeah, it was like it was another. That was like another insane moment. I was like, "This is like." Like like they went so overboard with this match, but it was so good. Yeah, like the third act of this match, no pun intended, but uh, it was like two matches in one. Like you had the start of it where she's getting her ass kicked, and then you have the second part when she takes off her pants and she limbers up, and then that that becomes a whole another match. Like she fires up and she actually puts up a pretty good fight. Yeah, she tries and tries, and I mean that's like. I don't think we've seen this from her. So seeing that like actual like spirit come out of her was just like, wow. Like this yeah. girl, she, she could be a star. Yeah. Cause when you, when you saw the match on paper, like the graphic for you're like, huh? Like, okay, I guess. Yeah. And, but, another hazing. Yeah. And then, uh, Mari beats her. Obviously she goes over three here, but she loses to a modified stretch muffler, almost mix. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that yeah, she was that was rough. Yeah, and then um, Calico, despite going over three, all like all them bowed to her, like y'all show respect, which was cool. And like I said earlier, and at the beginning of the show, when you know with the the three way happening first, and you know Asahi getting the win there, and then this this being the big moment for uh Cat Mask to get her time to shine, really start making performance for her here, even though she lost, she. She looked great in defeat. Yeah, it was uh like I don't know how I don't know how we could put this really into words, but this was like a classic. <laughs> this was like one of the best matches I've seen in this month, probably in the last couple of months. To be honest, it it was up there with like the 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 Wrestle Kingdom week of stuff. Like it was amazing. This is fun. This is one they should put on the YouTube if they haven't already. This would be a good one to show people to get them in, invested because the cat's cool. Like she does really cool stuff. Like obviously she has the stunt woman background. She does like a lot of head kicks. She has really great kicks. Yeah, she she really went all in on those those kicks now. So like she does the the spinning one, the spinning roundhouse when she just like dives in the frame and takes someone's head off. Yeah, people think she's her, uh, Risa Hoshiki now. <laughs> As she might be. We don't know who's under the mask. We don't know. We don't know. Could be Tiger Mask 7, for all we know. Another cat. Another great cat. And then the main event of this of this show is Chiaki, Nene Arihato, and Ayano Iri. Beast Rebellion taking on Naho Yamada, Asahi, and Misamatsui. Teppin. Rare showing of respect here from Beast. They're respecting the fact that this is Teppin's produce show. Oh, yeah. I was surprised with the. I was like, why are they shaking hands? This is weird. <laughs> Feels weird. <laughs> did uh they did a suplex tug of war. 
I do love what they did with this match because it really it was it was another chapter in the rivalry between Naho and Chiaki, which goes back to the Ricky tournament where Chiaki won to get the the opportunity to face Miku for the championship. But in this match, Beast Rebellion's miscommunications were their eventual downfall. But put against uh, Teppin's terrific tag team offense, Naho wins with a Naho Sushi. Taking the page straight out of Azumi's book in 14 minutes and 39 seconds. Big win here for uh, Naho. <clears throat> Nene and Chiaki start fighting each other. Nene was frustrated that Chiaki lost. Yeah, Chiaki taking the fall is fucking like insane, <laughs> actually, in reality. And this um, this leads us into the next show, the AWG Doshi Produce Show, which is on the 25th of January. Snake juice. It was everywhere. Who made it? It was, uh, what's her name? Kita On, right? She was the proprietor of the snake juice? Probably. <laughs> it wasn't Prime. I can tell you that. This show had like a little fun little gimmick to it. If you did drink snake juice. They had to play a certain song for it to activate, and then you become uh, a Jadoshi member, basically. Super heel. Start going crazy. Mis- Mari and uh, Nagisa almost outsmarted them, but then they ended up getting caught because in the middle of the match, they drink the snake juice without realizing it, which I don't know how Mari didn't realize she was drinking this bright green-ass Gatorade. It was like, why are they, I was like, why are they drinking antifreeze? Why are they drinking it for? But I don't think they think at that point they didn't think it was working, so they just drank it. Yeah, it was funny too because uh, when they did it, Mari had I think she had a shirt on, and then when she they finally got her song right, she she had beast scare under. Yeah, they had but the everyone had pajamas on because they didn't want to be there. <laughs> Well, everybody was late, wasn't it? Everybody was late for the, the love rattle. I I don't know if they was late or they're just trying to play off of like I'd rather be asleep than be here. <laughs> the Joshi show, doing the Joshi show. Yeah, like I just woke up from my nap. The be here. Yeah, snake soccer was activated. Yeah, it was insanely crazy how they were playing heels. Like again, we we watched this together. We were just like. Yelling, we're like, what the hell? Like, this is oh, we're insane. all going nuts. Um, the music wore off before Mick could kill somebody. She had the I thought she had a toaster when I saw the picture, but it's like a little box. <laughs> uh, we got Hill Mari. She ended up hitting, she ends up hitting Mari with the box, brains her with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Nagisa <laughs> had the whip of the rubber snakes, and Ouch. she was met, she was messing up soccer's stomach with it. You can see all the marks. Mari kicks the box, kicks the box into Mick, I believe, and then she tapped out Sakura in twelve minutes and sixteen seconds. And again, Mari had different gear on. <laughs> she had like a her own uh, Jidoshu gear, and Nagisa. Nagisa had like yeah different gear. Black. Which yeah, it was just like there were them wearing black, just like like basically all the way. It was like what the hell? Yeah, Nagisa just straight up had like black leather pants. I think she had her. Damn, I can't think of the, the Akron group, but her Akron pants, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think she had her your Akron pants. 
Uh, next up, we had Edina Yamanaka and Koki, part of the uh, the best body crew, taking on Rensan and Miku Ano. That's a, another interesting t- team up we got here. Yeah, team tall. Team tall. And then we had uh, Miku had space buns. She had like the Princess Leia buns. Yeah, I didn't get that, but she looked cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool to see her like with a different hairstyle. Uh, they didn't really explain it too well, but um, the winner received a gift, but the loser had to gift Maru, the leader of Jujoshi or something, which is like how they ex- ended up explaining it after. Yeah, it was like, <clears throat> I think it was like changed like halfway through or something. It was weird. Yeah, I, but... think, <laughs> I think Miku was like complaining. She's like, what the hell's going on? Or Rens, it was Rens on it. One of them was like, what are the rules? Yeah, then they started like telling the rules and they're like, all right, uh, like I want to get pinned or something. It was something weird. Like, I don't know, but yeah, they did. a, um, I think it was Edna and Koki, I believe the winning mistaken. team. They did a, shit. they did a leg sweep rainmaker combo. This is crazy. <laughs> the amethyst, amethyst press picks up the win for Koki here against Renson. The limits in six seconds. And next up, we had a rare Allen sighting Allen versus Kyoka Iwai. This they was finally, like the they yeah, finally was, booked them. <laughs> yeah, we were all like, uh, this is because this is like the only clean match on the show, and it was two Jujoshi members. They just wrestled a straight up match. It was just because Kyoko was fucking around way too much the past months. Yeah. Like they hit each other with weapons and stuff, but like no one was like cheating, cheating. Alan DDT, big Kyoka leg drop. Shout out to Matt Hardy. <laughs> she, uh, Kyoko. Wins with a roll through in seven minutes and fifty-three seconds. Straightforward match here. It's pretty crazy considering what group they're in. They didn't want to give a just a clean match. They didn't, didn't have to do anything crazy, I guess. I'm looking at my notes and I see like that block of text for the ne- uh, the main event. I think <laughs> that. Uh, next up, though, we had Cat Mask Calico and Chika Goto taking on Marino Saihar and Natsumi Sumikawa. Uh, the ref was a panda. Uh, the ref was a panda. Chica ha- Chica cannot jump. Chica has no hops. Oh yeah, I forgot. There were this is a the animal match. Like everybody had like a <laughs> Natsumi literally just a pigeon. She had a pigeon the, mask. Yeah, the Todoroki Zoo. She yeah. like she made this whole matchup and somehow won it. <laughs> she she wins. Sumikawa uh, basically being a Pokemon and using Peck. This, uh, like this. Okay, so this one's free on YouTube, and if people go watch it, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> oh, the ref couldn't count because when they made him a dog, he couldn't count past one. <laughs> so he couldn't, he couldn't get past one counts because it's a dog noise in in Japan. It was so fucked up. Like we didn't understand it for like a two seconds. We're like, "Oh my god." They're they're using puns, and then um, I think it's not Sumi. She distracts Calico with a toy. She throws it up the ramp, and Toadie Rocky literally just comes in like a solid snake and snaps Sumi's neck and wins, kills the bird. <laughs> this is like honestly, this is probably like the best comedy match like you you'll probably ever see this month. So. Yeah, like straight like up this... ever. 
Todoroki Nagin involved in the match comes in and wins in 10 minutes and 8 seconds. What a fucked fuck match. Go watch it on YouTube, please. I already recommended this to people, but it was just insane. Um, and then we had this was the the hardcore match, right? Hardcore first first ever hardcore tag match. Asahi and Misamatsu Teppin taking on Kira on and Maru Jojoshu. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, like buckets of weapons and stuff like that. Uh, this the the match kind of progresses pretty quickly at first. You like you get falls real early because it's a uh, it's like an Iron Man match basically. But yeah, the the rules were that in what was it? Uh, Two thousand and twenty four seconds Iron Man match, which is equal to like thirty three minutes or something. And they were going. So, yeah, we were we were soon soon sooner or later we find out we're like, okay, we are we're gonna be here for a bit. <laughs> we're gonna have to watch a 30 minute Iron Man match. With hardcore Iron Man match, which yeah, again for these produce shows to have such insane uh like stipulations that honestly, I don't know when's the last time I've ever seen a hardcore Iron Man match or a I haven't seen an Iron Man match in a while either. It's so been a minute. They're not too well, especially in Japan. They don't do them too often. Yeah, honestly, to be real, I, the last Iron Man match I remember seeing was like Danielson and MJF or something like that. Uh, that's the last thing I could think of. I haven't seen an Iron Man match since. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one and well, they didn't. They weren't um, Iron Man matches, but remember AEW with like Hangman. And Danielson and Omega and they all their matches were like sixty minute time limit draws. Were like a little bit. So they got a bunch mm-hmm. of like hour long matches. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'd rather not see that. I'd rather see something go thirty or something. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Misa picks up the first fall for Teppin with the stretch muffler, tapping out Maru. I saw he blocks a lightsaber with a bucket, which was funny. She had the chair to the face. Oh, they did a jackass spot with shopping carts. I forgot about that. They did so much in the beginning. Like it was yeah. like it was a little bit more funny in the beginning. Like, uh, but <laughs> they it, got the shenanigans out of the way. It started getting insaner and more insaner as we went on. Yeah, Kida on hits the snake drop for Jadoshi's first fall. That's how he dodges. Sahi dodges Kida on's um, bust-off kick and rolls her up for second second fall. Sahi bludgeons Kida on with an inflatable bat. Shout out to Momo. The ref has to wake her up. Oh, yeah, this is when uh, Misa was trying to put <clears throat> Kida on to sleep, remember? <clears throat> she had the blanket and shit. Oh, my God, yeah. They did the whole Raku spot, which is insane. So they're still in gimmicks already. We had a big Misa dive. Teppin double drop kick for the third for their third fall. And then they gator mouth was it Asahi? I think so. Maybe. I just remember the I do remember the gator mouth, which I was yelling about. <laughs> yeah, you were super stoked on that. Amaru rolls up Asahi to even the score at three. Hammerlock, Asahi suplex gives Teppin the lead at four. Uh Kira on STF ties it up at four. 
Baru double footstop off of the ladder through a table. Crazy ass spot in the middle yeah, of the ring. Amazing spot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy too because the ref was holding the ladder for dear life. Like straight up under it, like full spread, like like Spider Man trying to hold the train. <laughs> and the table uh, broke pretty clean too. Thank God we were, we we're having like a little side bet and does it break or not? But it broke. Yeah, they're not they're not <clears throat> dumb enough to not gimmick the table. <laughs> yeah, Misa ends up tapping to the stress muffler to give Jodosi the lead at five. Uh Lama Straw Teppin for Teppin's fifth. Maru Kazador picked up the sixth fall for uh Jodoshu. And then Misa hits a Star Crusher, but it couldn't beat the time limit. Time time runs out before the pinfall can be enacted. It's giving Jadosha the win at six to five. She was a lot of fun. A lot going on in here. Yeah, uh, like in reality, this was like show of the month. Oh, damn! It's it's hard to compete. It, Teppen and this show were like amazing. Um. This hardcore match was like a cherry on top of the whole like shows going on. Yeah, this uh, surprisingly in this one, not a lot of Jojoshi shenanigans. Like you would think there would be a lot of uh, uh, bullshittery going on, <laughs> trying to cheat and stuff. But no, it was like just straight up basically between the uh, the two teams. No one really interfered. Yeah, I mean, I had enough shenanigans <laughs> to go around in it. <laughs> And then, uh, wasn't someone bleeding? Um, don't remember. I'm bleeding, but I don't remember if they're bleeding. <laughs> but yeah, that was, um, that was Acris Girls for the month of January. I did not watch the Beast Rebellion show yet. I'm going to save that for the end of this month because we're only having, what, three shows? What yeah, I think, February? I think. Wednesday, the next show happens, I think. Yeah. I have to check. But I think it, um we got rescheduled to the twenty fourth, I believe, right? The the ninth, the show that was supposed to be on the ninth. Let me make sure because I don't wanna say yeah, twenty fifth? Yeah. Yeah, so no, 21st, 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 21st okay. is the next one. Yeah, Shunkipa. Okay, so I will be throwing the Beast Rebellion Proto Show in with the February show, so that way I can talk about those at the end of the month. But Yeah, but go watch now, it. I will. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to do it yet. But we'll move it over to TJPW. We'll talk about the Max Hart. The finals happened. But uh, on the 10th, the 10th of February, the finals happened. Um, we did get an update finally on Hikari No. They said that she's taking time off for personal reasons, which, you know, who knows what that is. But at least we got an update about her. We know she's okay. We know she's still a person to them. <laughs> they didn't just, like, erase her from the entire history of the promotion. She's still there. So we'll figure out what's going on with that later. Um. Yeah, I like, I don't want to get into it, but there's a lot of <clears throat> weird stuff going around. Um. Like rumors wise, and uh, yeah, I just hope for- I just hope they're they like I hope she just isn't shunned away 
from the promotion or anything like that. That's that's my hope because I, I think you and I definitely put her in the favorites category of like honestly Joshi wrestling in general. I, I, she was one of my COVID yeah. highlights for like so long. Like I, I thought she was a star and like she hasn't been doing much. And then they got the belts and I'm like, okay, we're we're getting somewhere and sadly. Something happened. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I've heard a few different stories, but that's neither here nor there. Um, as far as Hikari Noah and TGPW goes, a lot of my fandom of TGPW rides on her. So without her, it's kind of hard to enjoy the product, even though they're, what they're doing right now is fantastic. <clears throat> With um, Daisy Monkey winning the tournament finally, even though they fell in the three-way tag to win the, the vacant belts. And someone had pointed out that... Um, <clears throat> that now Kakura at the press conference when she relinquished the belt, she looked more upset at Noah, like because of Noah, not sad that her friend tag team party wasn't there. She looked more like she was uh, disappointed in her. Yeah, like again, it's like it's hard because we don't know what it is, but it's I don't know. It's re- it's really weird, and we we kind of just. A lot of people just want her back, but you know, yeah, we gotta just let let it all play out and see where where we're at. Yeah, I'm hoping, hoping for good news in the future. But let's take a look at this card: uh, Haru Kazushiro picking up a win against Shino Suzuki, which is cool. I like Haru; she's got a bright future ahead of her. Yeah, she still has I don't know what. I forgot how old she is fourteen or something like that. She still has. She's 15. 15. Yeah, she has uh, a couple years ago. So hopefully, she sticks around. She's uh, a she. She was my pick of rookies that I really like. So hopefully, she's uh, she sticks around. I I appreciate she will. Definitely got the potential. Like she looks like a star. You just gotta give her the time. Um, I came into this show. Uh, you watched all of it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I was uh yeah when you came in. Uh I came in during Mizuki. The Mizuki match, yeah. Yeah, I came in during Mizuki versus Zara Zak Zacker? Yeah. Zaker. And then um I did need I do want to go back and watch Tori Bami versus Moku Mimoto. That sounds like it's fun. I saw Tori Bami did some sweet dive. Ooh, yeah, this match was pretty fun too. <clears throat> yeah. So I gotta yeah. go back and watch that one. Yeah, the- the six woman before the <clears throat> Kaya match was very, you know, undercard as usual. Yeah, that's what um, it makes Mahiro and Yuki teaming up with Naokaka to, to take on Palm, Raku, and Ram Kaicho. Uh, Ram uh, got curved by Raku and ended up eating, indulging in chocolates, I think. <laughs> it was like, what happened at that match? Yeah, the the divorce, I guess, wasn't going well or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, TJPW, never change. <clears throat> no, but we had, Ka- uh, yeah, Kaya pulled out an insane move in the next match. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that one. Because both these both these girls are dope. Like, Kaya is really cool, the way she moves. And then Mocha is really coming into her own. She's not this, like, the other karate girl now. Now she's starting to become Mocha. I think she is the karate girl for me, so. I don't know what. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know no other ones. Her uh, 
the pink girl. <laughs> the pink girl that oh, one's retiring, unfortunately. But yeah, Mocha's really she's picking up a lot of uh, momentum too. Like even with like overseas fans, like a lot more people are starting to catch on that she's good. <clears throat> yeah, I like I seen it for a good bit where I was like, yeah, I like I like I don't know why people don't like her. She's really cool. People just think she's the girl with the dress gear or whatever. I don't know. I think yeah. I think she's always been really really good. Like I watched her draw with Endo <laughs> and all these people for like so long. Yeah, and they ended up uh, last year. I think they ended up they did give her a shot at the uh, international belt against me. So. And then we had uh, Kyoraku, Kyome, Misao, and Shoko taking on Himawari and Wakana. Wakana. Yeah, and... it was, this is fun. That was a fun match, too. Yeah, Wakana and Himawari, yeah. like the ultimate, like, babyface team. Yeah, the big babyface team right there. Uh, Mizuki defeats Zara Zacker. I came in during that one. Uh, Ryu Mizunami and Yuki Aino defeat Miyu Yamashita and Toga. Toga getting a... Uh, you already knew. <laughs> you already knew when she used to be all the match. Like, who's going to take this pin? And yeah, sadly. Toga. Yeah. Hold on. So, before before you go on, Zara Zacker, I I think we've seen her at Katsune. I don't, I'm not going to be fully sure. I know she was on the card, but there's so much things going on that day, I don't remember. I can double uh, check. Yeah, she was definitely in the Rumble. I just... I kind of lost track of what was going on that day in <laughs> that rumble. Um, I just remember um, Miyokoko was going Miyokoko and one. But Zara was really good. Uh, I I think if anyone was watching yeah, that she card, was yeah, if anyone was watching Zara on this show, they would have been like, oh, another you know foreigner from a random company. <clears throat> But no, she is really good. She somehow instantly knows what to do in a Japanese ring. And it's really impressive actually how how good she, she was in this match. Yeah. And for some for some reason Cage Match hasn't rated it. It's probably because she's doesn't have a long history of matches, I guess. I don't know. She doesn't even have a page. So Yeah, she does not have a page, which is insane. But I think she's very impressive. She's been now on tour with them for a good bit, so hopefully she gets some more, uh, you know, more more reps in there. So I'm, I'm like actually really excited for what she could do. Yeah, it's always good to see uh, new faces in familiar places. Yeah, she's she's pretty sick. I, I she's one to keep an eye on this coming year because yeah. who knows where she will end up. She could take the Billy route. You never know. Yep. Uh, but I do want to apologize for my voice. I'm still a bit under the weather, so my voice keeps <laughs> getting a little little raspy. But as we move on, like we said, uh, Rio and I know defeat Miyu and Toga, and then we had the International Princess title match, Yuki Rai defending against Juria Nagano. Yeah, fine match, yeah. They did They did the thing. They're, they went pretty good, too. Like, they... Uh, Yuki is not like a, a a dominant champion, I would say. Like, no, it's not like a slight to her, but like, just she's more of a. How would you describe her as a champion? She's like, <laughs> she's, 
She she bring I feel like the drama and yeah, like I don't want to even say that she's good at story building. I think she's just great at the theatrics. Yeah. And the build up of stuff. I don't know. I I I'm not gonna lie. I don't rate these two super high. I do like Yuki Arai, but I don't rate these two super high. But I think Yuki Arai has like the intangibles for a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Incredible so. facial expressions she has. And she's just an incredible face. Like she's, she. If you give her anything to hold, she's gonna be a superstar with it. So, mm-hmm. and you know, we we talked about it a lot when she first came in. Like they're gonna push this girl to the top quickly, and they did. They didn't do that. They made her tag team champions, and then now she's the international champion. Will she ever reach the top of the mountain with the princess of princess championship? Who knows. Yeah, it also that's depends a, on her. It is a quick rise, too. though, in reality. Yeah, and it also does depend on her uh, company too, like her schedule, how often she can be here. Yeah, yeah it's an issue sometimes. Yeah, she uh, she wins here, she retains. She is a very, uh, like you said, theatrical champion. And then we had the finals of the Max Hart tournament: Daisy Monkey taking on uh, Hakuchumu, Daydream, Mi Watanabe, and Rika Tatsumi. This match ruled. Yeah, like you put these four in a ring, and like I don't know how it's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, like these three all like have history to other. Like obviously, me and Rika are tag team partners, but uh, Susan may beat Rika in the the tournament, the Princess Cup. She got her, she got a big win over her first win over Rika in that tournament, and those stars still on uh, continues to rise. She's someone that um, I've said it multiple times before, but like she's someone that really wants to improve. Like she's actively always trying to get better and study the people above her on the card. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I think I said it after this match. I was like, "Wow, I think Endo should just be a double champ or something." <laughs> I think she's like incredibly like I don't know how good I don't know how fast. I don't know how insanely good. I don't know how. How, how do I say this? I, I don't know how she got insanely good so fast. Because like I mean, we watched her from day one. Yeah, she's very studious. She was. Yeah. Ne- she never looked like a rookie at all. No. And then when I was when we were watching this, I was like, "This girl is insane!" Like she, she's, like, like I don't know how to describe her. I like she's like. Like legit, I just don't know how to describe her, but she's she's become a great pro wrestler. Yeah, very fantastic. Also, um, you know, Susan May and Endo never having not won any titles. This is their first big uh notable win of uh for anything really, like any sort of accolade here was for the Max Hart. They win. Uh they get another crack at the tag team titles at uh Grand Princess, which will be in March, I believe. But you know, Rika, uh, Grand Slam winner, Miyu being one win away from being Grand Slam winner, all she needs to do is win the Princess, the Princess Championship. And I think putting the belts on Daisy Monkey, I know that <clears throat> sometimes in TJPW specifically, that the tag division can get a little stale because you know a lot of it gets reran because the roster is pretty small. But you know, these, these two definitely have earned their keep here. 
um, Suzume actually hit. She rang a bell for once. She actually hit it. She hit it and she won. She ducked under a hip attack from Rika and picked up the win with a ring the bell. Her RKO cutter, however you want to call it. Yeah, she pinned her. Uh, she pinned her um, <clears throat> senpai. Yeah, her Uthay. idol, basically. Yeah, her her inspiration. <laughs> yeah, literally the reason why she became a wrestler was Rika, which is super dope that they've kept that part of the history. And that's, I'm pretty sure, I, I think it still is, her header on Twitter is the first match she had at Rika where they hugged, and I think that's still her header. <clears throat> but, and then Endo, she busted out the Argentine neckbreaker here. So, you know, that's so how she got rid of Miyu to let and uh, to let Susan May pick up the win here with the ring the bell or ring a bell. Yeah, that was the Max Hart. And then we'll see that title match come to fruition at Grand Princess, which does Miyu have a challenger yet? Or are they still working that out? Um New Master? It's yeah. Miyu versus Miyu, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, she won there good. She has the title match. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Do you think they do it? Do you think they pull the trigger for this one? Oh my god! I mean, <clears throat> my again, my issue with TJPW is always them not going with the the things they want. We want, and they take forever. We've missed. We've missed on core stories in this promotion. So them not going with Daisy Monkey will be one thing, <laughs> and but them going with Yamashita over Watanabe will be another thing. So it's like, I don't know. It's always them shooting their own foot. So Yeah, because even uh, when Daisy Monkey lost the title match, everybody was like, why? Like, why aren't, why not just give it to them now? Why make them wait? But, hey, we're here now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he pulls the trigger. Dakota, <laughs> come on. Hopefully you make good choices. That's That's the big thing. Yes, sir. And moving from one tournament to the other, we had the Ribbon One. This took place at Ice Ribbon New Ice Ribbon 1326 Winter Story 2024. 299 in attendance. Round up, you get 3,000. <laughs> That's a good way to make me feel better about it. <laughs> it was on the the 27th of January. The Opener was Misakaga, Mika, Yanagawa, and Yeri taking taking on the team of Nanai, uh, Furukawa, Yu, Hanaya, and Yuki Manami. Yeah, so we we watched this show together. I think it was on a Friday night or something. Yeah. And, um, and we were like, okay, this show looks fun. Like, I'm again, I've always I've I've, I've been saying for a good bit. Like, <laughs> I want I've ever been a come back to some type of form because I think, I think they have some great stuff going on and, you know, Mashiro coming back and which was announced at this show, I believe. Right. No, she, is this the show? No, this is the, sh- yeah, she was announced for this show. This is the show she yeah. came out to. Well, she yeah. she made the announcement that. on the 29th, right? She made the announcement at ribbon mania. Yeah. yeah. It was before, like yeah. third match in or something like that. And then uh, Yuki Minami is the girl with the um, 
Sailor Moon gear, right? Yeah, type stuff, yeah. yeah I think she's a a grab your idol or something like that. She I, I was like, I don't know who she is and but I uh but I forgot what I forgot what show I was watching. I think I think honestly I just saw her once on one show. I'm like, oh that's that's Yuki. I didn't know who, who there was another Yuki. <laughs> yeah, there's there's too many Yukis in wrestling. Yeah, but I I think she's I think honestly I I am I'm impressed by uh Furukawa and She's Yuki. also double U by the way. This like yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm impressed with some of the rookies. They're they're not bad like out the gate, so I'm very happy. Yeah, but uh, this match was fun. Basically, had the JTO girls on one side. Yuri counts. She was there. <laughs> <laughs> she counts. Yeah, <laughs> she's part of the team. But uh, Sumikawa is still the princess of pro wrestling, which is cool. Sakina uh, wins her first round match against y- uh, Yappy in three minutes and two seconds by countout. She sneaks past Yappy in the first round, and then the this one this tournament had the rule. Just like the um, when I was talking when uh, me and Rich we watched uh, Misa's tournament run and they had the rule where the younger wrestler gets to move on in the tournament. So they also had this rule. Yeah, the less rule. the less tenured one would go on in the tournament. Hamako she defeats Arisa Shinose for her first round match in three minutes and thirty nine seconds. Uh, also, we were grifting about the <laughs> the banners during the show. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I want to buy this, one. Yeah, there was a certain word on one of the banners that then it's all into a frenzy. <laughs> rich, oh, we'll go rich about it. We uh, also uh, Sandra was with us here, right? Yeah, Sandra was there for a good bit. Yeah, yeah, he watches with us for a little bit. At some point, we got he left <laughs> or he got tired. I forget what it was. I think he went to go watch CMLL. <laughs> I think that's what it was. That was a better choice at the time, probably. Yeah. And then uh, the next first round matchup was Kaho Matsushita taking on Curie. Time limit draw. Kaho, went. Kaho gets to move on. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was, I was thinking did Curie beat her? But no. <laughs> Kaho just simply moved on without having to beat her. Curie won half of the tag team champions. Has both belts because her tag team partner is still out. Mihu Ashida or Asada is her Mexican heritage might tell you. <laughs> and then the next, uh, the last first round matchup, it was this, uh, Oscar Fuji- Fujitaki mm-hmm. defeating Sala. Three minutes and 14 seconds. And then the second round, Hamakahoshi uh, breaking all the hearts and defeating Kaho Matsushita, which, uh, which sucks, but, you know, Kaho has already had like two chances at Ibuki, so and I think they want really want to do the mother daughter match, which let's see if they get to here. And then next we had a um and a brief intermission uh interruption of the tournament matches. They had a tag team match: Ibuki Yoshi and uh, Yapi Yoshio Hasegawa defeating the team of Ancham and Mayuka Koiki. Koiki, yeah. The I, I think she was one of the shooters. I forget which one she was. <clears throat> but uh, it's cool to see Ancham like she's popping up more often now, which is cool. She rules. She's really good at the technical aspect of the of wrestling. Very good technical, technical sound wrestler. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, Anchon pushes 
I mean, they they when they book, Ice Ribbon's pushing like the cool people. Like they they're booking better and better people every time. So hopefully she sticks around because I I do like watching her when I get the chance. Because I don't want to watch other any other indies. It's hard to. <laughs> that sometimes but, uh, she got that Suki bomb money now. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did someone get replaced here, or is it just uh, to- uh Totoro got a buy because she takes on Fukitaki in the second round match? Uh, Fujitaki went through. Remember, mm. Semi- uh, semi- uh, next semifinal, Hamukahashi defeats Sakina Umino. I think Sakumi Sakina was trying to like mess her up with the chair, but she kept missing. Yeah, and I, I actually remember <laughs> liking this a lot. I, 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 I thought Sakina didn't do much. Sakina didn't do much in the first match, but when she got to this one, I was like, oh, okay, we, okay, I see what people mean about Sakina. Like, I do actually like her. When she tries, <laughs> mm-hmm. she has the hat and everything. She's the drip, the drip god. And then next we had the semifinal, Yuki Mashiro return match. She's back. Wrestling's real. She takes uh, Makoto takes on Yuki Mashiro in a singles match. Yeah, this was uh, <clears throat> the funnest match of the show. Definitely my highlight of the match. I mean, I like the show. I'm not not just because Mashiro in it, but just because she, as soon as she entered the ring and as soon as they started wrestling, I think Mashiro elevated like the whole the whole show with her. Like the whole audience got into it. She was interacting with the outside. She was doing funny shit. Um, and she she didn't look like she would she ever retired ever. <laughs> She still looks good. Um, very technically sound as well, like Anshan. Like you wouldn't think so if you just like take a quick glance at her, but she's actually really good in the ring. She gets the crowd going with the eye poke too. She just goes boink. I remember the, her dodging the the rope spot, and she just moved to the side and yelled. <laughs> <laughs> like she crab walked. She just, like she was she she had me laughing this whole match. Like I was smiling this whole match. Like yeah. she she definitely like brightened like the whole show. We didn't watch it together. We were watching at the same time with the uh, Ribbon Mania with the uh, uh, Ano when she won the belt. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yuki came so close. She literally one match away from being the uh, Ice Crossing Fantasy Champion. Well, she is still technically <laughs> the Triangle Ribbon Champion. But she mm-hmm. was definitely like the reason why I was watching Ice Ribbon at the time. Is you know, everybody in the Exodus and everything that, you know, has been talked to death. But uh, she's definitely the bright spot for me in here. I mean, obviously now we have um, Ibuki and uh, Kaho. Kaho's someone that's really starting to like catch up to Ibuki in a, in a way. Not that she was ever bad, but she's finally starting to become like a full-on rival to her. And you know, Kaho basically getting endorsed by um, Tsukasa, bit which is like a huge endorsement. But she is that good. She's so smooth. Yeah, before we before we jump into the like final uh, match, I think Kaho, in terms of like style and like what I look for, I honestly do like her more than Abuki, but I do like Abuki's whole the whole package of what Abuki is. I think she's they're they're both really talented, but if if I was to choose someone out of the lineup, I would definitely choose Abuki first. But Kaho's right there for me. I think they're both really talented, and I mean they're they're in the same class. They're they're very young. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mashiro was also part of the class. Asahi was also part of that class. So when I look at those four, I think like they're stars in the making. So I'm glad like them three are still, you know, together. Um, we, I mean, obviously we lost Asahi. Uh, I forgot what at one point in the year. It was after her title loss, and after a while she left, and then she went to Akras. Um, sadly she, and then sadly she, she had to pass away. But uh, in terms of like pillars. Having them three is very important to Ice Ribbon right now. Even with the the full on exodus that they had, and they had prominence, Yuki, uh, Yuki He, and people like that leaving, you know, basically being forced to rest your laurels. The company basically putting <laughs> putting your company on the back of two teenagers at the time, and to see it finally come to fruition, and them stepping up, Ibuki, at the Ice Infinity Champion now. Uh, doing great, doing great things. Kaho emerging as a as a superstar, and Yuki Mashiro coming back. Someone that definitely has the potential to beat Ibuki for that belt, which I hope she does because I I would love to see Yuki Mashiro as champion. But you know, if eventually we get Kaho, if Kaho gets it, or maybe even um, whoever wins, whoever ends up winning this tournament, challenges and beats Ibuki because Ibuki's had that belt for quite a while, but. You know, it is interesting to see, like, Ice German's in a good spot right now. And they just got that new partnership. They got a new uh, parent company. It's like a sports thing they got. Yeah, it's like a new a new host company <clears throat> now, yeah. And they got a... They're, they're still doing um, Fanpia, right? Um, For, like, pay-per-views? Or Was it what? Confetti or Fanpia? Uh, might have been Confetti. But yeah, now they have their own site for stuff. I mean, they've been have their own site, but they're on and off using it sometimes. So, and they offer like incentives for buying shows and stuff. Like you can get like a autograph picture or and a video. Oh yeah, from a wrestler of your choice. <laughs> I picked Mashiro. I was like, I I didn't get the chance to do it before. Now I now I could. <laughs> the, the king is back. She definitely. Uh, um, I I was I had talked to a few people about this. I think Rich in particular talking to him about um. When Yuki retired, kind of left like a hole in my fandom, because no one could really replace her. Like I, I guess Han, like Hanazono was the closest thing to her at the time, but it was just never the same. Like she, as as amazing is as Hanazono is, as good as she is, you know, as funny and you know, bright as she is in the ring, it just wasn't Mashiro. And then you know when she came, when Mashiro came back, it was like, yes, the king, she's back, wrestling safe. Yeah, and like in terms of like people, like I don't know, there's there's something about a wrestler not being like you know the greatest of in ring. Um, something about them just having the most like like biggest baby face energy. Also, like you know, she's not the most menacing person looking person ever, but you know she has a grace in a ring. She has like the comedy. Lockdown. Uh, again, they people think she's the most mysterious person ever. She's her brain works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a literal genius. She literally comes up with stuff you will probably never see another wrestler do. So it's like, I think she's she's one of one, and I think that's why I gravitated towards her. Like, at maybe the close end of her. 
first run. Because I wasn't watching like completely the first time around Vice Ribbon. But like slowly watching her, I think she's she's definitely one of my favorites. Probably in in the whole Joshi verse, I would say. Yeah, and then uh, me and you, we were talking about it. We were watching Start, and we were like, imagine if she could have a match with like a Saki Kashima or something. Yeah, just like imagining what <clears throat> she would do with a lot of the, I don't want to say similar wrestlers to her, but you know, wrestlers in the same kind of lane trying to work the same lane like mm-hmm. her and like uh, i don't know like a Hiroda or something Hiroda, uh hanazono mm-hmm. people like that um but before we get into the main event for the final tournament we did uh ibuki did do a, a, a very touching tribute to asahi she did a victory sunrise and yelled out asahi's name during one of her later matches but the finals of the tournament the ribbon won Hamakohoshi defeats Asuka Fujitaki to win the tournament and claim number one contendership for the Ice Cross Affinity Championship, which her daughter holds. Ibuki Hoshi is the champion, <laughs> so it'll be mother versus daughter. Yeah, I think that's the next quarter game, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. So we'll see how that ends up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know, I don't think I talked about it, about people winning. I wouldn't be surprised if they give it back to Homoko, to be honest. Because she was the champion before uh, Ano, right? I think. I don't remember completely. She was definitely a champion at one point. I can check that, actually. I can just click on uh, where's it be. Yeah, she was ice champ in 2018. I know she had, like, I know she had it, like, not, well, not matches. She had it, and then Tsukasa had it. Tsukasa and Maya vacant, and then Maya Suzu. Yeah, so it's been a while for her. Yeah, it was. It was Kushi, Kushi, then Ano, then Totoro, Yuri, and Ibuki. That's crazy. That's a crazy like uh, like I forget Yuri's title reign was such a blur. It was only forty days, but it was cool that she got to win something. She put she's been putting in a lot of work. She's someone that's been climbing up that ranking system. She's been doing a lot of good stuff. Yeah, she. It was like I, honestly, I'm a, I remember. I will remember that for a bit because I mean that was like, I think her first belt. I would think right. She had one. She what else did she have at the time? Yeah, that was her first belt, and then she won the tag belts. Yeah. And then they, they lost them at Ribbon Mania to Mifu and Kiri. Yeah. Yuri, someone that uh, said she wants to move like a Osprey and Ricochet, but you know, sometimes <laughs> she uh, she'd be getting it, like she'll start moving, and she's pretty smooth. Like with, with that one match we watched, she did that uh, jump over sleeper hold, and it was like one fluid motion, so it looked real nice. Oh, yeah, her koala jump sleeper hold, yeah. Shout out to Yuri, but let's move on to Stardom. Stardom 13th anniversary show. The first, this is the uh, last show with Rossi. Uh, yeah, the pay per view. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is the last uh, Rossi led stardom show, which we didn't know, but you could kind of tell by people's faces. And then at the end of the show, when they did the group picture, they had him in the middle. So it was kind of like a little bittersweet. But yeah, the uh, Rossi has been fired. He has been released from his contract of stardom, which it was rumors that he was uh, trying to start. 
enticing the talent to join his new promotion that he was going to be starting, which um, it's basically like set in stone, like it's done. They're just waiting for it to debut it, basically. Yeah, like ev- uh, from, <clears throat> I guess, the reports from a couple of people, um, like the the promotion is done in terms of logo, name, uh, the metrics kind of are kind of getting finalized. Like Rossi's got it all in the bag. He's just is taking his time, like resting and waiting because obviously some people don't want to stay at stardom. They mm-hmm. want to move on and join the person that gave them their start, which is Rossi Ogawa. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could, again, we'll maybe we'll speculate later, but maybe we won't speculate, but there's some people that seems like they're leaving and seems like... And they're like making it very public, too. It's not like a guessing game with some of them. Some of them are like straight up, I'm, like, I'm gone. But some of them haven't talked at all, and so we're kind of in the guessing or you know like trying to speculate and uh it's kind of not worth it but it's also kind of like we're trying to see through what these people are i don't know feeling because honestly a lot of people are over over analyzing the shows and what what the vibe is feeling like um and i feel like but i feel like in the house shows that's where we start getting that feeling of uh you know, weirdness of Rossi not being there. Yeah, it is. It's a very weird feeling. Um, like the the live updates, it, he's no longer there to do them. So, but yeah. Um, so two big two people that have basically confirmed that they will stay with Stardom, though. Two big ones for them are Micah, which is who she is, the champion, the World Stardom champion right now, and then Tam Nalako has expressed her desire to stay with Stardom. Yeah. If- I feel like Tam is the is the Bushi Road project. Like they obviously wanted her somewhere up top. Um, and Micah, honestly, Micah to me is still kind of up in the air. She holds the belt, the the red belt, so might not be. But I, she is. She was like publicly talking about how the company and uh, the company and Rossi kind of disappointed her in terms of like everything going on. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely like it's hard to tell like with a lot of the factions what's going to happen. Like obviously you have a uh, EXV, they're new, um, and then we had uh Kurara, she joined Causing Angels, and you know there could be a faction like let's say like uh, a Queen's Quest that could literally could just completely implode, like this could put no more, like they could mm-hmm. all just get up and leave. And I think, um. Lady C has said that she would like to stay, if I'm not mistaken. But it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when that day comes because all their contracts are up next month. So we'll see what that looks like. It's some people, it seems, yeah, like that yeah. it's done for them. Or because the parent, like the only one that's long term is Mayu. She has the longer contract because of the movie. But yeah, which has caused a lot of <clears throat> stir and madness because. Uh... And people know, I think they know Rossi and Mayu's relationship is very deep and it's very uh very out the mud. Like Rossi was there for yeah, and her since pretty, the beginning. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting too, because 
it's going to be weird, you know, starting without Mayu. Yeah, which it's probably not going to be for a good bit till I don't know. But yeah, um, let's kick it over to this card. My soccer, I defeated Hanako and Rana Yagami and Ruaka in a four-way match. Five minutes and nine seconds. The pre-show tag, Hanan and Saeeda, Wingori, defeat the team of Godzai, Amisore, and Saki Kashima. Five minutes and 53 seconds. And then this is where I jumped in. The Futuro Stardom title match, Reina defeating Yuzuki, which, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, hey, they might just give it to Yuzuki. Like, they might just give her the win here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we've praised her enough on this show or not. Uh, definitely, we talked about her on my show. That I think she's like one in the books to like look at for like the next I don't know two three years of. She could be a main player star like instantly, because she. I don't know what it is about her. I don't know. I think it's maybe the way she moves and how. I don't know. Her ring IQ just seems way too high for <laughs> a rookie she I'd, she seems to have everything in in like and on, on lock it yeah, seems i'm definitely curious as like how long her training period was yeah because i remember us seeing her around early like sec- seconding and stuff yeah early 2023 or 2022 um and she was blonde i think at that time too she was like a dirty blonde at the point at that time um, so no one really recognized her, and I was like, "Wow, that girl looks a little different." Um, yeah. but after seeing like everything she's been doing for the past months, and her match with Momo was to me a, 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 a like an amazing way to like introduce your career. Yeah, and we've been talking about it too, like with the, the rookies, like they're not just getting beat down anymore; like they're starting to find offense and fight back against the veterans. I think it's I think it's uh, also important that when having a group like that gives you at least some leeway of having a uh, like um I guess a pyramid of like who's better. So obviously Yuzuki's top all of them already. Like she beat Hanako, <laughs> she beat Rana, pretty sure she beat Kora in some way. Um so I think I'll be in the tag match. Yeah, I, I don't know if they were. I forgot how the tournament went. I'm pretty sure Rana beat Yuzuki or, or Yuzuki beat Kura. Rana, right? Yeah, Yuzuki beat uh, Rana and Hanako beat Kurara. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I, I think again they put um, Yuzuki on the pedestal already. So, yeah. um, uh, I, I mean, you can obviously see why. Yeah, I made the joke that they're gonna rerun Mayu's whole career, but with Yuzuki. Hey, if she's she gets that talented, she I mean, I don't I see no reason why not to. Yeah, Yuzuki's dope. I love her nick her nickname, the Moon Arrow. That's just tight. Yeah, she's uh I'm sh- I mean, again, I I think she's really talented, so and shout out Rena. Rena Rena's been doing really good with this belt, so Yeah. Definitely a good reign for her. and then the next match was Awatai. Uh Mobuatanabe and Nasukatora taking on uh, Queen's Quest, Lady C and Miyu Amasaki. They pick up the victory there in six minutes and seven seconds. Lots of short matches to start off this show. Yeah, I I remember just this just being a super haze, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, and just then uh, Momo getting her stuff in, getting up, getting along with her day. <laughs> was this the Tam return match? Yeah, 
Tam and uh, Yuna Mizumori taking on uh, EXB. I'm not going to say uh, the whole thing. <laughs> but Mina Shirakawa and Waka Tsukiyama, they pick up the win in 12 minutes and 43 seconds. It's best not to say the whole thing. Um, this match was a journey. <laughs> yeah. It's the Tam style. Yeah, it's a Tam special, to be honest. Yeah. We had a, a jump start. Next up, we had the high speed title match, Maysara defending it against Hazaki. Going to a time limit draw, which I wasn't even mad at. Like, is this is the perfect outcome for this because um, May doesn't need to win to like solidify this reign for her. Uh, Hazaki does not need to lose, which thank God. But mm-hmm. you know, just having having them go the the distance and you know high speed Hazaki coming back for one night to take on May Sarah. Yeah, it was a <clears throat> legit match of the night type shit. Like this was. I don't, I'm. This is definitely stardom already top stardom match of the year. Like it's uh, it was incredible. Like, I think this is the the match May needed to like secure a like top spot in the conversation of like stardom, because I think she's 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 incredible. Yeah, she's she's she has revived a lot of the life in this promotion. And that's cool too because like she's sneaky, like uh, she'll bust out some random power moves. Oh yeah, she's. She, I mean, she with her legs and her her whole body, she uses every single thing she can. Yeah, and then like her balance is incredible. Like the way she like when she does the uh, second rope blockbuster. Like she never. It it's always she always lands perfectly on the ropes. She never like falls or anything. I think she's messed up like maybe a couple times, but not 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 in her big spots. I don't think she has. Good match there. And then next up, we had the anniversary tag. Um, Mayu teaming up with Nanai Takahashi and Queen's Quest, Azumi and Utami to, to take on the team of Julia and God's Eye, Mar- Mirai and Shuri with Suzu Suzuki. Suzu <laughs> eating the pin here, getting the shit kicked out of her at the end. She got that nasty-ass freedom drop kick. <laughs> yeah, she got super haze in the end of this match. <laughs> um mm-hmm. Um, as the report goes, it seems like four people in this match are staying and four people are leaving. Um, we know one one that's leaving, one that's staying. Uh, and the rest are kind of up in the air. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> one, one has a contract. One's already like basically one foot out the door. Uh, one's Nanai. <laughs> and then um, the, the other, other... the other. Five or two homegrowns and three outsiders that came in. That I, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. It is very interesting because uh, I think I don't want to speculate too much, but I think Suzu's gonna go with Rossi unless Bushiro makes her like some sort of sweet offer. Yeah, because I think again, I think Rossi was the one that wanted to put the belt on her. So yeah. Maybe there's some, you know, some loyalty on up there. I don't know. Yeah, and a lot of people, like, forget that a lot of the stuff that Stardom was doing, like, a lot of the partnerships, like, when they work with Wave and um, Diana, like, a lot of that is through Rossi because of the people, like, the other promoters like Rossi, like uh, Kyoko Inoue, uh, some girl from uh, Wave, Gami. Gami? <laughs> Yeah. Some girl all Dylan's gonna kill you over that one. <laughs> <laughs> I said homegirl. 
Ozzy said that some girl. <laughs> some girl. Yeah, and then next up we had the Wonder Stardom title match. Sariana defending against Starlight Kid. Yeah, fine match. Um, I like uh, I, I Kid definitely at least uh, really tried to put on a show this time. Yeah, she definitely was uh, doing more than the usual. Yeah, they switched it up for sure on this one. Yeah. Um, I think Ano's, uh, again, I, I've seen way too much slander on her name. I think Ano's incredible. Like, I don't, like, I every time I've watched her, she she does her job well. She never, she never, she tries to wrestle other people's match because I think she's unselfish. It was definitely very, like, very evident in the, um, when she beat Mariah for the title match, for the title. So that was definitely a variety match that they were trying to have there. Yeah, like I, I can see the issues with what the matches she has had, <clears> but <throat> I feel like none of it is her. To be very, to to be very honest, like I think she's she's a, a, a very ventured, tenured like, uh, like superstar. So I don't know. I think she's incredible. Like I, I think she just needs that one match that's gonna blow like the socks off of people. And this was this was getting there. This was finally getting there. Um, but I think I again I think I rate the Mariah matches better than a lot of other people. I think this one's still better than those, but I, this was this was this was a fine match. Yeah, it was. Um, I do like that Starlight Kid's offense is starting is still continuing to evolve. Like she's starting to sneak in more moves, uh, more power moves, like how I more akin to like how a boy wrestles in big matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's starting to the develop her style more and more. Which is good to see. But yeah, Sariano retains in 17 minutes and 42 seconds. And then the main event, which is the Micah's first event of the World Stardom Championship, she defends against Saya Kamatani, the Golden Generation, which is cool. Like every Micah defense that we're going to have is going to be a question mark and up in the air because we're so accustomed to her losing and falling short in big matches. But now she is the champion. So now she has even more pressure to succeed. Um, Yeah, like. I think these two have like in like instant chemistry, like every time they touch. So, um, I mean, I I thought they weren't gonna do any type of wrong in this match, and they they didn't. They had a they went out there and had a like just just a great match. I was I was definitely on like the boat where like I was like it. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a V zero, but they luckily they're not. <laughs> that would've been funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that but. With like Rossi leaving everything now, everything's like really up in the air. Like who's gonna, who's next? You know, like who's next up for these belts? Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's gonna be an interesting time, for sure. For it's different because uh, uh, like the wonder, one. yeah, the wonder belts on a freelancer. You know, crazy times. I think, are I think that's the smartest thing they've done because that keeps that belt in the purgatory <clears> state. <throat> <laughs> so. You know, the person won't run off to the other promotion. I mean, they can, but it's not going to be, like, a legal battle. <laughs> I don't she know. doesn't take the belt with her uh, when she goes other places. Yeah, she sometimes, she usually doesn't, so. Yeah. Like, the, it was prominence, they used to take the, uh, the artist belts to places, but I don't really see her take the uh, Wonder Belt with her. Like, if Ano still has his belt, uh, like, Past Hana Kimura Memorial Show, I'm pretty sure she like show it, but mm-hmm. you know she's losing or in a promotion that I don't know doesn't ever have like a real real 
like relationship with stardom i think she usually doesn't show up with it but you know yeah i don't i, I can see her coming out with it in the hannah 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 uh like pay-per-view yeah and then um it does still feel like there's setting up for poi later to come with beat her for it whenever she comes back yeah which we need the poi quick yeah. all right that was the stardom 13th anniversary show let's move it over to stardom's corrigan the one they streamed 15 dollars pay-per-view this is the second rossi list corrigan <laughs> um and yeah we watched this what was this friday night yeah this was friday yeah. night for us we watched this live Pretty early for them. This was like eleven yeah. o'clock. Yeah, it was like six o'clock for me. Beautiful time. <laughs> yeah, it was to me for me at least. It was not. It was yeah, pretty we weren't good team. Good time. We weren't dying. Yeah, it wasn't twelve o'clock watching Dragon Gate. It was like the complete opposite of the thirteenth anniversary show. Like it was like two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. The show started off with a what a tie. Rock and Starlight Kid defeating Queen's Quest, Azumi, and Lady C. Lady C. Catching more else, yeah. The that, like, I, I, I want to reiterate, like, you know, a lot of us have been down on kind of wrestling and then like stardom news wise was like kind of you know a little bit on the downside, but I think the last couple house shows really highlighted why we still do like this promotion and we like the wrestlers. So when we watch this cork and we're like, all right, this is very undercardy. Doesn't seem like super, you know, super inspired, except like the last couple of matches. But when we watched this show, we felt like a different energy in the room that I feel like these wrestlers came out to really show off. So like even this opener with, you know, young OED and Azumi and C didn't feel like, you know, a super great match, but like these four really tried. <laughs> and everyone's tried this whole card so like like even azumi just simply yelling viva mexico had us fired up <laughs> like the simple shit they were doing was just making us really happy so that was an all-time moment right there yeah that's one for the books <laughs> we, we got another one <laughs> um Rwaka got the the victory here right um Probably one of the, I mean, definitely <clears throat> Lady C got pinned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she lost. But uh, next up, we had Susan Suzuki taking on the rookie, Rana Yagami. Good yeah. match. Fine stuff, yeah, for sure. Suzu, uh, I think she has, she's wrestled everybody but Kura so far uh, in terms mm. of the rookies. Yeah, because I think her, re- her reschedule for Yuzuki happened, I think. Uh, during the tour, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then we had um, that match was seven minutes and forty nine seconds, and then we had a non title match, May Sarah defeating Waka Tsukiyama in six minutes and fifty five seconds. Yeah, another fine match from yeah, uh, like the other half of Crazy Star and Waka, like they uh, they really didn't do no wrong. It was kind of Waka trying to work a May Sarah match, and it was pretty fun. Waka doesn't get credit enough credit for that she's actually good she's yeah i think terrible. i think her rest has kind of was around it was like uh a, like mm-hmm. kind of hindering her but i think she's she's getting back to uh like fine work now like i think the new 
stable really um kind of re revitalized her freshness, I think. Yeah, and then next up we had a six man tag. Queen's Quest, Miyu Amasaki, Saya Kamatani, Tommy Hayashishta taking on Oratai, Fuki Fuki Death, Momoa Tanabe, and Rina. Smash went eleven minutes in six seconds with Queen's Quest getting the victory. Um Miyu pin uh pins Rina here. Setting up a future a starting title match between the two. Miyu gets another shot at the future belt. Yeah, people have been watching. I think Kevin's been really, you know, pushing for that belt finally. And uh, I think she pinned, I think she pinned Waka on at her hometown show. And I think she's she, honestly, she, her work has been really good the past couple of months. So um, let's hope. Let's hope she sticks. She stays in the lane of uh, improving, and honestly, give her the belt. Yeah, that not be the, the perfect time, but she's actually been um, quietly improving. Like not a lot of like fanfare around her, but she's been steadily just improving in the background. It seems like. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people just want her to want to see her win because I think she's a. Uh, you know, she's not the most incredible at everything, but I think she has the, I think she has like the feeling now and the, I don't want to say aura, but she has the aura now and she has the, mm-hmm. she has, she definitely has the skills and the moveset now. So I think she, she, she she's getting there now. She started to develop the attitude now. It's all yeah. starting to come together. I think people liked her from day one. So it's mm-hmm. just, Oh, she's very just, popular. I think the, yeah, the memes help, but <laughs> I, I just, I just hope, I just hope she again everything's up in the air, so we we will have to see what happens. And then next up we had eight man tag. God's eye, Ami, Ami Sore, Mirai, Hakikashima, and Sherry defeat the team of stars, Hazuki, Koguma, Mayu, and Yuzuki. This is Koguma's return match. Oh yeah. Kuma, she's back. Yeah, the first spot of the match, like it had us like riled up. <laughs> Yuzuki wasn't having it. <laughs> At their first time, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, probably the first time meeting. <laughs> well, maybe not. Yuzuki has been around for a little bit, but she was she uh, was around for Kogumo was around for the signings and stuff too. So yeah. Uh, do you remember who picked up the win here for the Godzai team? Hold on, give me two seconds. I got this. I got this. It was Sherry pinning Yuzuki or uh, hitting her with a sleeper hold. She's been killing everyone oh, yeah. with a sleeper hold. <laughs> it was like the, it was like the third match in a row. She won with the sleeper hold. Yeah. Yeah, she did the Kevin spot again. I remember now. Your soul belongs to me. <laughs> yeah, next up, uh, surprise match. <laughs> surprise banger up ahead. The New Blood tag title match, which, you know, I think it's like one of the first times that's not on a New Blood show, but they're defending yeah. the belts. We had stars. Hanan and Saida, uh, Wingori taking on the team of Chanyota and My Sakurai. No hat, no V bucks. Yeah, before the show even happened, uh, they had a press conference where she said that like she was getting serious for this match. So no, no gimmick, no nothing. And it felt a lot, it felt really off the whole time. Like, yeah. like a, even a lot of people didn't look at the Twitter <clears throat> post. So we didn't know what was going on. So seeing her without anything, the V-Bucks, the the hat, 
no no monies no nothing we're like what the hell's going on so yeah because like like it, it was like the accommodation of no hat and then she looked very very serious and she was mugging yeah like, serious looked, face she, the whole time she looked like she was actually mad but it was just uh she was just trying to be regular old my sakurai for this match and try to get the get the win here with chanyota chanyota mean ass headbutt to hana uh, to saida oh man um they were i don't know what the plan was with this match but they went out there and were like we're gonna beat the absolute dog shit out of each other they said shoot headbutt shoot headbutt and then uh the next day they posted pictures both of them like of the knots on their head like Yoda got her good, man. That was yeah, but a... they had knots on their head like two minutes after that spot. Like it was like insane. Like I like I'll say here, this is like match of the year shit right here. Like this yeah. was like this had me like glued to the screen. Like this was incredible. Cause um <clears throat> even uh, before the match started, you um as we were all confused at uh Maya's demeanor, but like Chinyota was like trying to keep it together. She was trying to like keep the the brave face on, but you know they ended up working here. Like the this match ruled. Yeah, like, like, okay. So we a lot of people give Chinyota shit, and people don't aren't able to watch as much as Chen much Chinyota on regular shows as much. Because I'm not gonna lie, a lot of us has asked for her in Stardom, and we got her a couple of times. Uh, and then the whole thing with my Sakurai saying like, "Hey, she was supposed to be on this show, but they, I guess, forgot to book her. I don't know what was going on with that." So my Sakurai had to fight for Chenyota to come back. So I would like to thank my Sakurai for, I don't know, using her powers of political, like politicking, to get her in on the show because Chenyota is very talented. She's so talented. And I think this is the match that proves like she she has she's not just what she is outside of the ring. She is inside of the ring. She is a wrestler. She is a great one at that. And she I mean you know like the muscle thing is what people get from her and shit, but like 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 she is a great wrestler when it comes down to it. She she has definitely gotten to that level of like she could have a great match now. And putting her and Saeed in there was like an actual like that was like demon time shit right there. Yeah, the uh, the ending stretch of this match was super hot. It was uh God, it was amazing. Just thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> if you haven't watched this, go watch this one. Like you won't regret it. Yeah, this was like stardom. This was like especially in Quirkin, like this match was like this is what stardom needed right now. Yeah. And then uh, after that, we had a, another eight-man tag. EXV, Hanako, Micah, Mina, Shirakawa, and Xena taking on Cosmic Angels, Fabriano, Tam Makano, Unibis Mori, and the newly newly acquired Sayaka Kurara. Uh, Sayaka rules. I'm just going to say that now. Um, she is fantastic. She has very, very, very big baby face energy. She is very, very much an underdog you want to root for. Yeah, she's um, she's like low in the total pole, obviously for the rookies, but 
I think she's just as talented as <clears throat> all of them. Yeah. Um, she's the only one that did get put with the person that inspired her to become a wrestler. Everybody else got put with their uh, that person, but she ended up going with Cosmic Angels, which she fits. Like I'm not a I'm not a CA guy, but you know I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide. Yeah, you, it's it was obvious from the start. I know. Yeah, but she's cool. Uh, she also um, the match where she joined when she asked to join uh, Cosmic Angels, she had a very good showing against Tam. So. Yeah, that that tag match she was in was like really great because you could see her fire up. Yeah, and then uh, this match, uh, EXV uh, is it? E- yeah, it's EXV. EXV picked up the mm-hmm. win here in 13 minutes and four seconds, uh, continuing their momentum, which they need because they are the newest faction. You know, they have the heater, they have Hanukkah, they have the leader Micah, they have the second command Mina, uh, and then the addition of Xena, the foreigner. Um, Mina dances to Micah's thing when they come out. They all come out to Micah's thing. She started headbanging. <laughs> and then Mina has in for a uh, new beginning, I believe. She's gonna that's when the title matchup with Mayu's gonna happen, right? Yeah, uh yeah, new beginning day two, I'm pretty sure. Day one. No, day one, day one, the twenty third. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they get them time to work that out and not just five minutes yeah and they've been building it really well and i i think i think they will give it time so yeah um, uh, I, I think mayu will fight for it yeah and i think um mina's been doing a good job of being a nuisance to mayu yeah mina's but this is pretty great work for mina to mm-hmm. you know they i think they both gotten uh like they both gotten something out of this i think mayu has been you know not in the best of uh mind space so uh i don't know if that's affecting this uh like feud but like it's working like a lot of what they're doing is is uh it's a great work it's it's you know it's not like made up shit and like it's just scrambled up like they're both trying here and and a lot of people are interested because this could be a super banger like this could be a really great match yeah and then, like with the dissolution of uh, Club Venus because all the foreigners basically are gone or you know the they're all gone or in AEW now but you know this oddball pairing uh, what it seemed like of Micah and Mina but they actually work surprisingly well together like they play off, play off each other very well and then uh, the main event which is a uh, it was a good match it uh, surprised definitely surprised of how it ended up turning out because it could have gone one of two ways and it went the, the other way, which was good. Julia defending the strong women's championship against Natsuki Tora in 16 minutes and 23 seconds. Yeah, this was made no DQ kind of last minute, like in the beginning of the show. Um, And we kind of all had our like, we're just kind of scared because we've seen them kind of do this before. And it wasn't, you know, the most loved match ever for the white belt. So People were scared, but I think they went out there and really proved themselves. They did basically everything but the skewer spot. <laughs> that uh, that table definitely cut Julie up something fierce. Ooh, and she's had she had to wear bandages like through the tour. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know that. Oh, the, the, and her hair was gone. Oh, yeah, her extensions was, were out. I'll say. Yeah, not to go cut her hair. Um. 
Julia, definitely. Uh, I know taking a shower sucks right now. <laughs> All them deep ass wounds she got. Mm-hmm. But you know they went out there and they did the damn thing and they you know they did like a little show of respect at the end. Um, Natsuko told Julia, "Thank you for coming to Stardom." Something to that effect. Yeah, which uh, that's uh some scary words. <laughs> Yeah, did she beat her with the driver or the um, the Northern Lights? She, pretty sure she beat her with the Northern Lights. It was on Northern Lights on the table. I was think. it the table or a chair? I think it was on the table, the broken the part bro- of it. Oh yeah, and then uh, it reminds me she put Natsuko's head through the <laughs> through the God, broken that piece. That was so scary, yeah, yeah. And she couldn't get her head out. She was literally stuck. The ref had to come in and rip it open. Yeah, that was like scary because we seen what kind of Julia's kind of back looked like in her arm. So we were like, please don't rip it with off her neck because it's gonna hurt. And she kind of just had to like sit there while the ref did it. That while was like that was some balls. That was some real balls to do that. And then she kills it with a knee. <laughs> just straight up V-trigger. Yeah, we were like, please don't lose. Please don't lose. She was, we didn't want her to lose, but... God, like, I don't... Like, we still don't know what's going on, but, like... This is really good. Like, yeah. no matter the result, I think... People are gonna be like... People are gonna be mad at the result no matter what, but I think... I think this was fine. This was, this was really great. This could have gone. This could have gone, you know, awry, but it didn't. No, you. But <laughs> yeah, they went out there, and did the thing. It was a good way to end the show. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting the next few months for Stardom, considering all the Rossi stuff and who's staying, who's going. But you know, that was Stardom for that was the Stardom Corican, the second one, day two. Uh, did you want to talk about Fantastomania? Yeah, so just a quick. Uh, did we talk about Kid and Rocka going over? Um, uh, at the at Fantastomania? No. Yeah, so the the same day they performed on Cork and they went to Chiba, I think, or Aichi. I'm pretty sure it was Chiba. Um, and they went against, I think, uh, make sure it's. I think it was Yuvia and Jarochita. I forget who it was. Uh, let me look it up. It was Yuvia and La Jorachita, um, which they're both CMML, CMLL girls, uh, which is funny because that relationship with Stardom really isn't there. They're usually uh, connected more to Ladies Ring and Ice Ribbon and all that. But they went against each other in a tag match. It was a pretty fun match. Uh, it was kind of Rawaka getting... Stiffed, <laughs> I'll say. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of stardom, that was their involvement. But honestly, I've been having a lot of fun watching uh, Fantastico Mania and stuff. Uh, it's kind of um, kind of a relief instead of watching, you know, regular New Japan. Uh, you know, we're getting like <laughs> we're getting like Kamatachi coming back and being weird. And then having like Mystico on the shows and Titan back on the shows and like Stigma, Magnus, um, 
He had the little uh L I <laughs> he had the L I J uh plushies. Yeah, it's like and like the shows are just like I don't know, they feel a lot revived a lot more revived thanks to, you know just like who's on the shows, like people like Templario and um God, I'm trying to think of his name. Losing it. Uh like Desperado tagging with all those people and uh, like it's 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 just really fun, like Like it's it's just been really fun. Um, then you got people like uh, Briante Jr., which is it really impressed me, and like Ciberano. I think we've all seen him before, but like people like Ciberano, like they're they're like really fun to watch. And it's like I don't know. It's like instead of you know you going to watch CMLL, like you're seeing them interact with like the new some of the New Japan roster. So it, I think it's been fun. It's been a relief instead of watching you know. Regular old New Japan and what they're doing, and they did it's been a rough. Daniels it's been a rough week. Saber. Oh yeah, yeah, that show was pretty good. Uh, and the cage match and all that stuff. It's been a rough week, kind of end of the month. So I'm happy we could kind of get back to uh, some fun in wrestling. Yeah, it's definitely uh it's definitely better. And it's like a little bright spot in between all the the serious stuff going on. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. I just I just think wrestling needs this right now, and and then also like CMLL doing stuff with the AW stuff, which has probably been the better stuff of AW for me in the past couple months. Um, I'm not really a full on watcher like that anymore, but seeing guys like Hachisato go over and like seeing some of the undercard tag guys go over and you know get some reps in with those guys it's, it's pretty cool to watch yeah definitely it's definitely like a breath of fresh air yeah and it gives me you know time to gloat because they're mexicans <laughs> <laughs> hey we keep we keep getting more and more added to, added to the team yeah we're winning we're winning for the <laughs> month somehow i don't know it's not our month yet but we're winning we're still up um even mama coco was there i think she stopped by i think <laughs> Yeah, she was at the show with the kid and Rocco match. She was in the background. I was like, oh, yeah, she's, of course, she's there watching. She's a, mm-hmm. she's a lucha. She loves she's, lucha. She's been there. She's done that. Yeah, but I think that'll just about wrap it up. Uh, please tell the people where they can find you, Pedro. Uh, I'll let every, I don't know, every other two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five, a month. Um, our last show we did with was with Scott and Dylan Murray, Scott of many Joshi podcasts, and Dylan of Stardom Quest. Um, we did a show. I think the same day, sadly, Asahi passed, and all the Rossi news went down. So it was kind of our first reactions. Um, but that was episode ten. That was like probably one of my favorite shows because it was. Um, kind of a spur of the moment thing and just news coming at us like every other hour. Uh, and hopefully we get another episode up sooner or later. Um, kind of just watching stuff and uh, seeing what Actress does in the next couple of weeks and Ice Ribbon. Cause I'm, I'm again, I'm kind of more excited for what Ice Ribbon is doing. Uh, and then Stardom, Stardom, Cinderella's coming up, I think. Um, 
and then a bunch of pay-per-views in March. And we will see what March goes down with because uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to there's a lot that could happen in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, catch catch me at the outlet. Plug Pedro in the nine. Uh, listen to Strong Stylish. Listen to all our friends. Acra Stage, Five Star Network. Uh, all boys. All boys, rich and friends. The A Four Portrait Castle. Hey, <laughs> uh, the fucking portrait castle with Chris. Uh, like again, like we're we're again we're always trying to push our friend stuff. So go listen to everything. Go check us all out, and thank you, thank you all for listening, and thank you, Asahi. <laughs>